bite your tongue. of Ox Me Later. I mean, I don't even think we did this last year. We did the mid-year for, like, you know, top wrestling matches and everything in wrestling matches of the year. But And we did uh, albums of the decade because, you know, of course, we came on a crazy year in 2019. But this wild year of 2020 that's happening right now, man, um, you know, I had to get, first off, like, when, when, you, when you hear this intro, just know... The man is on that crafted it right now. My homie Sam, what's goody? What's going on, man? I, I was I, I was gonna say the I'm not gonna even say former because I'm gonna get you back on the Rap Planet joint, man. You know the the the, oh, the, the host of the Rap Planet podcast. All right, T. And now we got. Well, let me get you to bring it back, bro. I swear. All right, I might have to try to get you a new intro too. We'll see what happens. Hey, hey, I'm I'm always down for that one. That and then us two, well, us three alongside returning like always and everything. The controversial Kanye stand. I can't wait to talk about that new track or whatever in a second. (laughs) The homie Don, you know, one part of the Divine Council podcast. What's goody, man? Hey, man. Peace, love, and happiness. I've just been, uh, just, just been chilling, man. Uh, just been working. Trying to, trying to really just organize on what what's next for me, just like in not with work but in life in general, you know. So, but hey uh, man, I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it too, whatever. And I wasn't trying to cut you off and everything. I I, I love this nigga, which I love all of y'all. I love you too, Sam. Don't don't like his twist and everything. I love this nigga because like Donnie be the most humble motherfucker, whatever. You just gotta fucking master this nigga. Like, you better talk your shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's, it's just it's just about growth, bro. Like at the end of the day, it's not. I'm not better than anybody. Like, no, I, ne- I look never at, would say that. Never would say that. But like, still, you you doing good, man. Shit. Oh, yeah, man. I, yeah, I appreciate it, man. You know, I'm just gonna just keep grinding, just trying to um, diversify myself, like in different avenues. You know, in terms of uh, what I can do. I'm not trying to limit myself to one thing. So. Most of, I feel like you know afterward too, because we you know we just hopped on everything. We're gonna talk about a little bit of stuff later about oh, yeah, for um, sure. for a, sure. another project that you got coming on, and then you know I'm, I'm gonna talk Sam into making a beat tape too. Oh, that'd be dope. You you make music too? I do, I do. I'm a um, I'm a rapper for the most part. I I kind of do uh, melodies as well. I wouldn't classify myself as a singer though. Um, I I like record myself. Um, I use uh, Logic. I record, I master all my own music. So, yeah. I don't have, like, a producer or nothing, though. I just find stuff off, off yeah. of, like, YouTube, BeatStars, stuff like that. I got you. We got to make something. That, that's exciting. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That'd be dope. 
This is definitely why I wanted to, like, you know, link us all together. I feel like, you know, of course, we got to do this, man. Sure. You can't have people on the team and not being like, oh, so we all do the same thing. Let's link up. Shit. That's how it works. That's awesome. True, true. Uh, Before we get into the nitty gritty, of course, remember, guys, like always, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything on the description below. Going to give you guys the description for the Divine Council like I always do. Um, follow follow me on Twitch because your boy is streaming now and everything. Trying to just play some video games and talk to the homies. Uh, that's dope. I, like, yeah, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? I, I mean was, that. See, that's another thing. Like diversifying yourself, you know, becoming yeah. like a Twitch streamer. Like, yeah, you know? I was just like, man, fuck. I want to play a little bit of like Final Fantasy for the first time ever. Why not just get on Twitch and just play? You know, plug my mic up, like. My quality isn't the absolute best right now, but I'm going to work on it. Um, you know, Greenville's internet is trash, but I'm trying. <laughs> Heck yeah. You know, trying to do all that stuff and all that. And um, also, too, by the time you guys will be hearing this, the July playlist will be out. I, I will work on it sometime this week, which, I mean, we're recording this prior and everything. But by the time you guys hear this, that playlist will be out. Probably will get the homies to help me out on that shit and everything. It's summertime officially. We got to get all the vibes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like you guys have clicked on it and everything, it is the mid-year part of this wild-ass, catastrophic, everything I can say in there, insert words, year, Don't that calls mind. itself 2020. <laughs> right. But, yeah, man. Uh, you, crazy year. <laughs> I mean, to, to say the least, I'm just like, why? Like it's. But you know what? We we making it. So, we still strong. Shout out to August, you know, you know, so. yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that in there. Oh, yeah. I feel like time is flying by faster somehow, even though all this is happening. Like, it's crazy. Like, I didn't even realize it's July. Like, yeah, it don't it don't feel like it, man. Like, it's like we lost like an entire season, you know, uh, like spring. Like they really I, it didn't feel like spring to me, you know, because I've been in the house all the time. And for what I do, I work indoors like on my uh work laptop and stuff so i haven't really got to go outside as much as i would have liked to and you know it's weird going into stores and everybody got masks on now Facts. you know so you don't know who's gonna rob the place at the end of the, the day but you know yeah. it's uh it's inter- uh, interesting times like it's unprecedented really because we ain't never really experienced nothing like this and i was having this conversation with uh, uh my, our homie uh chris the other day right. and i was saying like like where we're at in terms of age and stuff, it's like we've we've seen so much in a short amount of time. Like it's it's crazy to think about how much we've lived through already. That's true. Future need to go back and put a little a little Uzi or whatever and like re loop or reverb something or whatever and redrop mask off. Right. Yeah. No, that's what I'm just saying. We, when this is all <laughs> over, that's just gonna be playing. Oh, that's gonna be the, that's gonna be the song of the club. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's probably they got get the vaccine. That mask off remix gonna go hard. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Um, I guess before we jump into our top five and everything, of course, from the time of our recording, some new music has dropped. I guess I'm gonna start off with like the single, you know, and I, I'm glad because I could not have a better person on to talk about Kanye West than my man Don and everything. What do you think about the new record first before I ask Sam? <laughs> I love it, bro. What you mean? Like that shit is, <laughs> that shit is fire, bro. 
Like he ain't on that. Uh, oh, he ain't on that praising Jesus. None of that right now. You know, I, well he's talking. You know, he's talking about watching us. Yeah, he's not. He's not on that type of time. He's got that Jesus element, and I love Jesus. And I I, that's yeah. that's all about to say, bro. Like, yeah, that it, it really does, bro. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, is this saved Kanye? Because I thought he got saved last year. It don't sound like you know he's in that framework anymore. You know, because that the name of the album is called God's Country. And um, yeah, I was thinking. I was like, I, I kept hearing about it. You know, because I post on the discussion board, uh, KTT two. And um, they talked. They were talking about it, and there was, you know, I was thinking, I was like, man, he's just gonna give us like another Jesus is King, which he's supposed to be actually um doing a, a remix version or a yeah. Jesus is King two with Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre actually uh, mixed. I think it is because Kanye Kanye has been talking about it and tweeting about it. He said that uh, Dr. Dre actually mixed this new single, uh, "Wash Us in the Blood," and um. Yeah, man, I think, you know, I think Kanye is back in a good place in terms of what he's talking about. You know, it doesn't seem like he's just mumbling all the way through his verses. He actually has purpose with what he's saying on the track. You know, he's 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 addressing stuff that's going on right now um, that's going on in the world. You know, not too deep. You know, he's not going to get to he's not going to go like J Electronica deep or Lupe deep with it. But <laughs> he gets he gets his point across. And, you know, adding Travis to it, I think Travis fit the the sound perfectly and um yeah it's got me excited for what's to come uh with him sam you got anything on that one before i um i get into like one more thing before we start oh man i i am excited that he is kind of going back to that Yeezus sound i just all right you're you're gonna hate me here but nah, go ahead. i just feel like every time if kanye's dropping a new single or a new project altogether, i expect a, a whole new sound so I was a I mean, he does it every time. Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed that it wasn't something like we haven't heard before from him. Yeah. And it was a little bit familiar, but I'm ready to see what the whole album's going to be like. I'm excited for sure. What'd you think about it? What'd you think about it, Moose? Man, you know, I'll be real. So, like... I, I saw the I, I heard about it on Twitter and I was like, man, is this real? Am I gonna be able to go on SoundCloud, like, not SoundCloud, Apple Music and check this? And then it was actually up there. I was like, okay, let me give it a spin later on. And I gave it a spin. I'm not gonna front. I was like, nah, I gotta play this shit in the car. <laughs> I was like, this shit probably gonna slap in the car. <laughs> I went in the car and I was like, okay, nah, this. I was like, yeah, he, he kind of went off on this one. This is this sounds a lot better than most of the stuff I heard on the last album we reviewed. Yeah, uh, by him at least. By him at least. Excuse yeah, me. and I think the one difference with uh, Kanye now is that, you know, he he's he's always been religious. Like, well, we we talked about that in the Jesus King interview. He's always not interview but review. And all of his albums, he's always had religious themes in all of his albums. But on right. Jesus is King, he focused in on that really on Jesus is King to the point to where I was kind of turned off from it but i enjoyed a lot of the production on it but i just thought his lyrics were not there but on i see him moving forward you know he's talking about doing different things in his life and stuff and i see interviews i see that he's not cursing anymore in his records he's not he's not cursing he uh he just dropped a single with ty dollar sign called ego death which i think is fire too yeah definitely definitely check that yeah definitely stole that from the internet yeah yeah um, that that's definitely fire, but he's not cursing in that because I got the leaked version where he's actually cursing. But on the one that they released, it's clean. So I think he's he's gonna 
keep doing that moving forward. But I think he's still going to give us that aggressive, you know, um, edgy type of material moving forward. I just think he's going to he's just not going to curse, you know. Um, so I'm looking forward to what's coming with him. Uh, God's country. Um, as far as, you know, the albums that came out today, we ain't got to spend too much time on them, but a new Pop Smoke album, I'm so glad that the stuff that was on the internet, like, as far as the album cover, wasn't the actual oh, album God. cover, thank God. That Bruh, shit get, someone, can we Can we get Virgil out of here, bro? Like, <laughs> what? Who put, who put, man, who is Virgil, bro? Like, I know he's Kanye's man, you know what I'm saying? That's his man's or whatever. Drake, Drake shouted him out like 50 different times on Life is I'm Good. Like, and so. I'm like, bro, this dude is trash. Like, with his most of his designs, I look at him, you know, the off-white, I like some of that stuff, but at the same time, it's just like, no, bro. It's like, he feels like a, when I when I see stuff from him, I'm like, yeah. bro, this seems super, like, hype beastie, you know? That that cover was garbage. Like, he yeah, put they, a bar every, on it. I was like, bro, I, I what saw is that, this? and then I saw niggas making, like, memes of it, and I was like, I didn't know which was which at first, honestly. You think, you think it was all just to get the album more publicity, though? <laughs> it it, it did his job. It yeah. did his job. If that's the I've case, seen, I mean, I was going to listen regardless. <laughs> I've seen uh, people, I've seen people say that, and I think I think there might be some um, something to back that up with, you know, because Virgil's been in the news a lot with things he's been doing and stuff. And um, yeah. it will make sense. It will make sense because people have been trolling him for like the past months now about stuff he's been doing. So, yeah. At, so um, at the same time, though, like the whole album, like I feel like the entire industry was behind this and like it just yeah. delivers. To me. Yeah, dude. I haven't yeah. got through it yet. Well, I haven't started it yet. I've only dude, started that, one. That's just, dude, it's, it's fire, bro. You know, I like yeah. pop, so I'm sure I'm sure I'm gonna like it. Um, yeah, dude. I saw Gucci drop the So Icy Summer, and it looks like it's pretty much him and like promoting two artists, which I mean, probably his artist. Gucci's still putting on in the game. I mean, all these years later. Yeah, What's I I haven't checked that out yet. I mean, I added it to my library. I'll probably check it out eventually. Um. But yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's more of like a compilation, like you said. Like yeah. he's, he's trying to put on his people and stuff. So, so yeah. Sam, you got anything on that Gucci? Or you ain't got on that yet either. Oh man, I haven't played it yet, but I know I'm probably gonna like the beats more than anything. But we'll see. I'll give um, this do you guys know anything about Twin Peaks? I feel like I've heard of them before. I know about the show. I know about the show Twin Peaks. I don't know about. Apparently, it's a group Twin Peaks. They dropped side AEP. No, I haven't heard of what. What did they? What type of music did they make? Like alternative. Alternative, like yes. Alternative. It says it's four songs. You know anything about this sound? I just like I don't know why that came to my mind. I do not. I gotta beat that. I look into okay, it. Yeah, I look into it for sure. Yeah, I'm always um, intrigued. I'm always intrigued by like mysterious new artists and stuff. Like I listened to that dude, uh, Rumor, Rumors EP. Yeah. I thought it was pretty dope. Huh. You know, what I'm uh, the one that uh, I was telling you about, Mook. Uh, he made that song. Yeah, okay, you didn't send me that. You country didn't send me track. That. Yeah, that country track. It's not his whole EP is not really on that country sound, but you can no. still hear it in his vocals a little bit. Like he's got that that twang to his vocals, and it's it's it's. I think it's worth checking out for sure. Yeah. Um, I've never heard of Rare Sound, but apparently they have a collab album with K Camp called Rare Family. Yeah, I have never. Heard I of haven't that. got on that one yet either. That probably be the last on the list. 
Um, <laughs> they they dropped the 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 free Wheezy album on streaming. I want to say no. I'm gonna let Donnie go first because I know Sam doesn't have anything to say about it. Oh <laughs> man, oh man, let me let me look at the let me look at the uh, track listing because I think we already remember, got this I before, remember. ain't we? Yeah, yeah, it's old. This came yeah, out originally. It's just on streaming now. Yeah, it came out like five years ago. But, oh, I didn't uh, that long. Shit. Yeah. What? I did not I, know this. It is an old album, bro. I just it, it, it was on, it wasn't on streaming though. It was on like SoundCloud and shit, and like yeah, at Piff and that stuff. So. Yeah, that it actually dropped on um, July fourth, two thousand fifteen. So, so he, I mean, he gave us a five year anniversary album. Here's the thing about Wayne, bro. Like, I think Wayne fell off in two thousand twelve, bro. Like, I, I haven't really. <laughs> okay, hey, what was I that? Know, was that Carter Four? After Carter Four, yeah. After Carter Four. I think I after think, Carter think, Ford, right, he he declined like massively. Like the last thing we got that was cool or whatever to me was a dedication five. I like yeah. one five. Yeah, there was that one. Which one was that? Uh, that mixtape he he kept dropping his uh truck fit lines. Um, that was dedication four. Yeah, he kept saying truck fit, pussy money, truck fit, S- pussy money, weed. I'm like, bro, like this shit that was is one not with J. Cole good. Up there. Yeah, and Cole killed him on that. That Green but, Ranger and but, the Nicki Minaj track was up there. Yeah, it's like Wayne, it's just like he ran out of things to really talk about. And it's it's at the point to me to where I grew up on Wayne like all of us probably have grew up on Facts. Wayne. I remember listening to Carter 3. I, I actually got it from like the flea market for uh, cheap <laughs> for cheap at the time. Um, and I went and listened to it and I was like, yo, this is dope, incredible and stuff. And um, I don't know, man, I, I guess I kind of got over listening to Wayne like that because I used to be so impressed by his punchlines and stuff, but now I look at him for the most part and I'm just like, it's not really that impressive to me anymore, you know? Um, I feel like he I feel like he didn't progress as an artist. I feel like he just got he got too comfortable being like the punchline rapper, you know, trying to say the craziest lines like had a phone in cell, that's had a had a phone in jail, that's a cell phone. You know, it's just saying dumb shit like that. Like I'm like, bro, like it's not even. You know, we know you can rap. He can rap really well and stuff. But it's like Wayne for me, looking back on it, it's like he he's just known for the punchlines and really, what is the substance in his music? Like he's got songs where he focuses in, but that's they're rare. They come rare in between, like a track listing of just nonsense, not yeah. on top of nonsense. You know, I, so I just got I'm, over it. Facts. I'm glad you said all that because before we get to the last album and everything, now Sam, I want you to tell Don and the people what you said about funeral at least. Fuck it. Go ahead and get it out, bro. Oh my what did I say? I don't even know. I was you, like I remember I text you and I, I text you whenever that shit dropped or whatever, because I was like, yo, you know, new albums or whatever. I haven't went through this and that yet. And I I was like, what about the Lil Wayne album? You said, Don't waste your time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't listen to it. Yeah. I feel like him and strangely Eminem, both like supposedly two of the greatest rappers ever, are yeah. just kind of in the same lane right now. Where like I, I, I just can't get excited about anything new they release because I know I'm gonna be disappointed. To be honest, I could talk about Eminem for like a good thirty minute plus minutes. Like this dude literally thinks rapping fast over these uh, kids bebop beats is impressive. I'm like, bruh. Like, that shit is not cool, bro. I go back and listen to the Eminem show. I'm like, this is when he was at his peak. I'm like, he's actually going crazy on this. 
But you listen to his new stuff. You know, he's not really saying nothing. And people are so impressed by it. I'm like, bro, it's like, I mean, it, it just isn't fun for me to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know yeah. how good Eminem is. Like, I know I go back to his old albums. I'm like, this dude was incredible at his peak when he was on drugs. You know, he's sober now. But oh, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's just not the same, man. It's just... I, I, and also with him trying to appeal to like the newer um, generation of rappers and having rappers we don't care about like fresher on his album and shit. I'm like, come on, bro. I'm like Wayne, at least put little baby on that shit or something, bro. Like, come on. I mean, Eminem, just at least put little baby on your album or something, like, bro. Like, you know, it's just I just got over listening to his music too. Right. Yeah. Um. Last album before we get on to the list, man. I started this album. I haven't finished it yet. This is going to be the first one I'm going to go through and probably the one I can't wait to go through and everything. West Side Gun blessed us again with Fly God is an Awesome God 2. All red cover. Man, Y'all started this yet? I, I, I got it on my library. I'm going to listen to it uh, maybe later. But um, I was surprised when I seen it on uh, my timeline. I was like, We damn, just got Brave Paris in fucking April. Yeah, I was like, damn, this dude is oh. working hard, bro. He's dropping another album already. I'm like, yo, Griselda is really tr- they coming for that 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 uh the the crown right now in hip hop, you know. Sam, you start this album? I did a little bit. I do. I don't know. It's all right. This is not really a spoiler, but Pray for Paris did not make the cut, but it could have. Like, I don't know if anything's gonna top that. Yeah, I'm I'm really intrigued about. Like their whole movement. Like I'm ready to see what happens next with them, because you know I keep seeing um, Benny the Butcher. Like I keep seeing him getting mentioned by a lot of higher up level rappers and stuff. And West Side Gun as well. Yeah, and he just had a Tiny Desk um, concert. I think like a week or two ago. Yeah, Benny's getting a lot of. Benny got a song with Russ of all people. He's on a song with Russ. (laughs) That's so random, but yeah, they got a song together. Yeah. I ain't listened to it, but you know he got it. I still gotta go through Russell's album because I, I was like, yo, I ain't gonna front. I was I wasn't one of the haters that like you know whatever with him, but I just I was like, why does everybody hate this dude? You remember and I finally I t- heard a couple songs and I was like, okay, I don't get it. But then I finally heard this last album, like or some of it, and I was like, okay, dude can spit like who, shit. Who did I say he he gets comparisons to? I forgot, I, bro. I said Drake, bro. I said Drake. Drake. I was I was supposed to like him then. <laughs> oh well, Russ. Him and Drake in the same lane. Well, that's that's insanity. No, the reason I said that is because they do the same thing in music in terms of like with his his melodies, the chords he he chooses when he's singing versus when he's rapping. It's very similar to what Drake does. Same as Tory Lanez. They all are kind of bunched in and like the same. That's what I meant. I'm like, no, I I don't think he's as y'all know y'all know like singing Tory way better than rapping Tory. Yeah, because yeah. But the thing is, is like there's so many melodic rappers now, like it's just it's oversaturated at this point. So yeah, so yeah. Word up, and yeah, man, I'm I'm ready to go through a couple of those albums. I mean, I'll probably be skipping a little Wayne one. I might have a chance to jump on the KKM, but all the other stuff, yeah, I'm gonna definitely get out of spin. That West Side's probably gonna take over though. That West Side, ooh, I got a yeah. I got a story about you know that coming up real soon, but. Starting off top five 2020 albums mid year number five. Sam, what you got, man? Alright. Uh this is uh just like a little love for the DMV, just because that's where I'm from. Uh 
number five, Fuck the World by Brent Fiez. Oh, okay. I, I feel like... If you ain't nasty, don't at me. I've been working all day. I like to run the streets in this dark out and then come home, blow your back out. I hope that's okay. I can't leave you alone. No. Not for no 24 hours. It's one of the best R&B albums in years. Uh, you know, the whole thing is kind of about lust and just kind of him doing anything he can kind of to get it in, even if he's hurting people along the way. Uh, Toxic energy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but it's it's real. It's talking about. Oh, no, the, no, no, no. We, we, we promote that over here. No, I'm trying to get there and. The beats, honestly, some of them are like so atmospheric and a little bit trappy. They kind of remind me of um, Bryson Tiller, like Trap Soul, like that whole vibe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, he's got a bunch I, of great one-liners. Like I mean, we I, have Winter in Paris. He's just like, if you ain't nasty, don't at me. And I'm just it's, it's just like an Instagram caption waiting to happen. Like, well, yeah. Uh, Don, did you? But I said, did you have anything? Because I, I, I have to I, apologize I was, to you and Sam because I still didn't give it a listen. Like I told both of y'all, I would. Oh, so that's my fault. Damn. I, I, have, you know, I have to apologize about that because hey. both of y'all told me both of y'all told me that album was hard, and I like Brent. So yeah. that's my fault. Yeah. That's my fault. Yeah, yeah, Brent. Um. Brent is dope, man. Like I, um, I haven't really given it many spins myself, but when I remember listening to it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is dope." It's just you know that we're in the age right now. There's so much music dropping all the time. It's hard to Facts. keep up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And go back and listen to certain things. Um, but yeah, man, Brent. You know, a lot of people. If you don't know who that is, he was on the song with Gold Link called "Crew." He stole the show on that song. You hey, know, shit. and uh, we don't know the other guy. And uh, uh, Shaq Glizzy was up there as well. You know, yes. can't forget him. But I, I, I was um, talking about Shaq. I was talking about Goalie. I don't know. Oh him. yeah, go. <laughs> he still. Yeah, yeah. you you know why I don't like him. Yeah, about the controversy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, man, Brent, man, I, I started listening to uh, him off of the the Sonderson yes. project he did after that uh, crew uh, hook. I was yep. so impressed because for me. You know, in R&B, there's a lot of we got a lot of people that dip and dive into R&B, but not a lot of them can actually sing. Exactly. Um, he, this dude can really sing. Amazing. Like he he reminds me of singers like in the '90s. That's what he reminds yes. me of. When I hear his voice, I'm like, bro, this dude is in the wrong era. Like his voice is would be perfect if he was in the '90s. I mean, his voice is perfect now, but it's like he doesn't fit the current mode of. Um, R&B, in my opinion, but like you said, on this project, you know, he's dipping into more, like, trap-style, trap-soul type of production, and he's, right. you know, diversifying his sound, but he's an incredible singer, for sure, man. I think he's got a bright future ahead of him. Honestly, like, I always say, if you gave me two options, and it was between him and Frank Ocean, I'd choose him. Like, I just Ooh. enjoy... Ooh. I know who can't go like that. He just uh, creates a whole vibe, <laughs> just so musical in every aspect. Frank Ocean, uh, a little overnight. Shout out to Francis. 
Hey, bro, look. I'm just I, saying, saying, yeah. that, that, that was good to have Sam up here and everything. No, I'm joking. Oh, what? <laughs> Y'all, look, it has been a snapshot I feel about Frank Ocean on this um, podcast, oh. man. I I'm get look, I'm telling you, no I get outraged. No, no, I know. I'm I'm fucking with you. I get outraged every music episode about which I mean I'm I'm glad you said Bryson too, because literally, do you know that Trap Soul five year anniversary is coming up soon? Oh my god. I love that I, fucking album. That album I, love, I love that album. For a second this year. For me, like. I love that album, bro. Yeah. He and honestly, bro. If we, man, we might need to have a, a R&B discussion, just like also do an R&B, because if you look Don't at the current, lands, the current landscape of R&B, there's a few artists that have really shaped this generation of R&B artists. One, wait is, till pa- my list. one is Party, Brent, um, Bryson is another one that shaped it, Kalani. Um, Kalani. The oh, weekend, if you want to consider him R and B, you know he's more pop, but he is yeah. kind of you know mixture of it. Yeah. And uh, Frank, okay. Frank Miguel, you know those those type of singers, they they really influenced this generation. And uh, that that uh trap soul is very important for this this R and B generation, in my opinion. So, Don, what you got for your number five, man? Okay, so this guy is what they call a jack of all trades. You know, okay. he can he can act, he can sing, oh, he's, a, he's a comedian, he's a producer. I mean, he's just he's like another Jamie Foxx, if you if you want to think of it. I think he's honestly, I think he's one of the more talented artists, you know, just talented entertainers working today. And that is Donald Glover. He dropped an album called Ooh. 3, 15, 20 or March 15, 2020. And day after my birthday. I, yeah, man. Donald Glover, or if you may, as some may call him, Childish Gambino. Continues to progress in uh, music. You know, a lot of people were thinking this might be his last album because he's getting so many big roles now in movies and stuff. You know, he's got his Atlanta TV show that I'm a. We're still waiting on season three. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, he's getting movies. You know, he was in the Star Wars movie and in the MCU stuff like that. Um, But yeah, man, people can't forget how incredible he is as an artist. And this is coming from somebody that dropped an album called Camp that a lot of people thought was trash. Now, I remember listening to that album back in the day, like 2012, I think. I was like, yo, I, I, fu- I fuck with his music. You know, um, he, he's corny. Yeah, he's really corny, some of the lines he say. But he's but, being himself. I, I, yeah, I but respect he's being it. himself. And he, I, I, I relate in a lot of ways of how he feels in his music. I can see myself in his music a little bit, you know. And I think that's what drew me to his music. Um, and he... And I think a comparison to him, it's got to be Kanye, bro. It has to be Kanye. Like I think he's Kanye's like stepson or child or something. Cause like down south first, really? Yeah, I think his progression go back because the internet. That was that was my because the internet because the internet. 
he clearly he clearly got influence from Jesus on that album. Like if you go and listen to it again, and well, how same intricate. Day. Didn't didn't that drop or the same day as or maybe I'm thinking something else, but Jesus and like Matt Jesus Miller born center and uh, watch movies with the sound off. Same yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because the internet dropped at the end of that year, uh, oh, December 2013, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, you're right. he's continued ever since that Kemp album where a lot of people shitted on it. He's continued to progress as an artist. And then he gave us what a lot of people, I think you're going to call it in the future, a classic, which is a, Awaken My Love. And he, sh- he showed on that album that he's more than just a rapper. He can really fucking sing, too. Yeah. And on this album, he continues that singing, but he adds back in the rapping element to it to give this like this clusterfuck of sounds. Like he he's dipping yeah. and diving in like funk, you know, funk, R and B, soul, hip hop, electronic house. He's doing he's he's dipping and diving in all of that. And I, I just really think he's really underrated and underappreciated. Um you know, even on, if you look at how he released this album, he re- he literally just put it out on a website and just had a stream of it for like 24 hours. Nobody even knew he was dropping an album. And then he put it back and then he finally put it on streaming services and the album like cover two weeks later. Yeah. Right. Album color cover literally just says Donna Glover presents and it's just a white space. And if you look at the track listing, it's just the time, the time of the album, the link. Uh, where where that song starts, like track five is nineteen point one. It starts. That's at my favorite one. Min- it starts at nineteen point one uh, seconds in the nineteen minutes into the album. That's when you hear that song. And he and you want to talk about substance? He has a bunch of substance on this album. You know, he's talking about a lot of stuff that's going on in terms of uh, I want to say police brutality in terms of uh, you know r- racial e- equality and his struggles as a you know a man trying to raise his kids, a black man trying to raise his, his sons and stuff, and you know it, he talks about a lot of stuff, man. And I I just think he's he needs. I think more people should give his music a chance, you know, because I think he's one of those. Um, I think he's one of those, like I said with Bryson and Party. I think he can be one of those artists we look back at and like, damn, his music was so influential. Like, I feel like people will go to his music and be like, damn, this is so dope and take elements of it and put it into theirs. He's that type of artist, in my opinion. Thanks, man. I, I like that a lot. Um, like you said, that 1910 track is my favorite. Like, he kind of gives like a like a great value print on that joint. Like, I like that track a lot. Yeah. Um, My number five, man, and when I say this and everything, until we get to honorable mentions, I'm going to tell you like what was super close to being number five, but this one had to win it over. Uh, Number five for me is West Side Gun, Pray for Paris. Hey, yo, I'm from a back block on the east side, peace of war. I would leave Roy with the Mac on, peace of love. I hope the folio is gangster. Went with cocaine, just shot a nigga on the anklet. Selling dope, save his person up five times a day. Prayers, niggas taste some self-pop. Niggas came through, stabbed him on the way. Them niggas catch you at the showers, 400 soups. Bubble goose to put up in a couple scoops. Shop on double loop. Okay. There we go. All I, right. I'm not going to lie. So um, I, I think I've told this story on a different pod or if I said this somewhere else or just told like homies on text. I remember listening to BT Cypher in 2017 with Conway and um 
And um, Conway and well, Conway Westside and Benny were all up there, but Benny and um, Conway rapped. And I was like, yo, these dudes is dope. I don't even know who they are, but like, you know, these Buffalo niggas is flames. So then when like Griselda's popping off, I mean, I'm not really like looking too much into it. And then like, I finally just, they finally catch my attention. And I'm like, oh, these are the same Buffalo niggas from, oh, they, they, they going off. Okay. So when Pray for Paris dropped, you know, we was all really quarantined. I was out of work for like a month. And I really just put that shit on or whatever. And, like, I mean, I, I knew the whole thing. Like, you know, Wes isn't really the rapper. He's, like, the, you know, the dude that makes everything happen. But he still can rap in, like, this entire album, man. I was just, like, I mean, I remember sending this, like, one of my homies or whatever. He was, like, yo, bro, I ain't know I fuck with, like, Griselda. But, like, this shit was crazy. So. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think what Griselda, this. I think what Griselda has is something uh, great. For not just uh, rap, but as a hip hop, being like a hip hop fan, you know, for the dust heads, you know, this is what they want. Right? <laughs> this is, I mean, he, he's got those dust elements to it, but he adds in the newer artists, you know, people, well, our generation of artists like Tyler, like Joey, mm-hmm. you know, um, he has those, the, the newer uh, acts, newer acts into their music, but they keep it original too, you know, because they got the older artists and producers such as DJ Premier, you know, um, and Al- the Alchemist, you know. Um, oh, man, don't even get me. Just wait. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, Alchemist, you're going to hear more yeah. of Alchemist from me too. But uh, you're right now. But, um, yeah, man, like you said, he Westside is not really known as like the, the rapper, rapper in the group. But like you said, he can still rap. And I think he's the most charismatic out of all of them. Like I love like his the way he like boom, boom, um, boom, boom. yeah like he he does like the ad libs <laughs> and you know he comes in on the track it makes you feel like when you're listening to it it's like damn you feel like almost like you're you're there like when you when you hear it like if you were in like the studio and stuff it, it's it's dope man and I just uh I just appreciate what they're doing right now for hip hop. Uh, Sam, you got anything on that before we get to your number four? I was gonna say like yeah his delivery is just so raw and. I don't know. You feel like you're like rooting for like your favorite local rapper or something. I don't know. There's just something there that's just incredible. But favorite track from that album, 327. Like oh. that just reminds me of Joey, like old school Joey and like yeah. Tyler's features fire. Oof. Heck yeah, that beat is amazing. Yeah. Also, when I told both of y'all, whatever, mainly you, like, saying, remember I told you, I was like, yo, I gotta get back on my shit. Like, it, when I was listening to this West Side, that's where I was like, yo, I need to start writing again. Like he inspired yeah. me to be like, yo, I need to get back on the pen. So I yeah. mean, shout out to Westside, man. Like, True. We'll, we'll see where this transpires, man. I like, you know, it it did that for me. I like that for sure, for sure. So you're number four, Sam. Go on. All right, this is my most uh, commercial pick, but uh, hey. okay. Go. The goat, Polo G. Not you born hustling, nigga. Stunning is my strong suit. Flexing with a hundred cash. Look at what these songs do. Can't stay in the baller, baby. I do what I want to. I be with some steppers. I don't care about what you gon' do. What shit like the Warriors? All my niggas gon' shoot. He gon' have to take a loss. Some my niggas gon' to. I know a bad bitch and I'm who she belongs to. I just picked a Cuban up from Waffy, bitch. These stones new. Okay, okay. Young dude, young dude. Yeah. This album. I don't know, talking about just being indoors in quarantine, like, it's definitely been on repeat. Like, it's just perfect for, like, if I'm doing home workouts or 
turning up at the crib. Like it just there's a there's a song for every moment, and it, it's just raw talent to me. He's talking about being locked up and heartbreak and ecstasy. It's just there's a, there's a great variety in here, and like I don't know, I'm a huge fan. There's Shout out my boy Keto. He told me to check this album out, but I never got around to that. I, oh, I, I listened to this album, and um, it's a. Uh, I, I will say this. I again, I need to listen to it, give it some more spins because when I first heard it, you know, I, I listened to it. I was like, yeah, this is dope. But I was listening to so many albums that day, it kind of got overlooked, overshadowed. But yeah. Polo mm-hmm. G for me, I started listening to him. I, um, I heard that literally. I never listened to the radio, but I was like driving. Um, on the interstate one day, I was going somewhere, I think it was one weekend, and literally I had the uh, radio on, and they were playing uh, Pop Out. And I was like, what the oh. fuck is this? I was like, Pop Out at your yes. body. And then, and then I was like, yo, this shit kind of hard. And then I went back and looked it up. I was like, Polo G. I'm like, oh, I've been hearing about this dude online. So I, I finally checked out that Dia Legend. I was like, bro, this shit is hard. I was like, bro. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's from Chicago? I fuck with Chicago heavy, too. And But he's not one of those... um. He's not, drill drill, rapper, he's not a drill rapper. He's not yeah. a drill rapper. Nah, he he's more of a lyrical type of dude. And I really like what he was talking about in his music, you know, and he and he's one of the, these new generation of rappers that I really would can get behind and see being like a big star, you know, and he's not with no really promoting no bullshit or nothing. You know, he's really talking his story. And um, you yeah, man, I, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I really fuck with his music and his message and his music. So he's definitely somebody I'm going to keep looking for in, in the future because I think he's going to be bigger than what he is now. Yeah. Also features one of my favorite Juice World verses ever. Which rest in peace, saying. rest like, in peace, nice. Juice World. I mean, flex. Check that out. Like, that shit just goes so hard. Yeah. Um, Donnie, you're number four? This one's gonna be a, a curveball for most people because I'm pretty sure most of most people ain't listen to this. But it's not really even an album per se. But I just randomly decided to listen to it because I was like, you know, I wasn't expecting it. I was like, this is actually kind of fire, and a lot of these songs are still in my rotation. This is a uh, Slime and B, the collab project between Young Thug and Chris Brown. Okay. Oh. This okay. shit. Is I mean when I try to walk away, it's like I ain't try. When I try to walk away, seems like I ain't try. Oh no 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 no, seems like I ain't try, ain't even try. Oh no, you made me do it a thousand times. Yeah, you've done it. Oh. Love it can hurt, but you patch up, baby. Call me walkie talkie, patch up, baby. I was not expecting this to be dope, but oh, I mean, well, man. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that because I, I really fuck with Thug Heavy, and That's I great. really listen. I, I fuck with uh, Chris's music as well, but I wouldn't expect them to put out a full project. And I was, I will say, I was pleasant, uh, pleasantly surprised on this man. Like these two dudes got chemistry like through the roof, bro. Like they, their sounds merged perfect on this project, in my opinion. Um. You know, I, I just think it's a melodic, heavy project, you know, with a lot of uh, dope melodies. Like, you, you hear a lot of the, the hooks on the album. It's like they all start the same. They got the same type of uh, cadence to them. 
you know, it's and most of the time it's Chris starting the hook, and then you hear Young right. Thug join in, and it's they doubled up their vocals, and it just comes together and it matches perfectly with the beat. You know, the hard hitting drums um, that they got on this project. Um, one of my favorite songs though is a, a slower song, trying. And it's pretty much like a, a ballad, like a, a ballad with Chris Brown singing and Thug harmonizing, you know. Um, and it's, it's it's like on the slower end. And I, I, I just think it's a really dope project. I, I know a lot of people are probably like, what the fuck, Chris Brown, Young Thug? Like, I'm like, yo, this project was really uh, dope, in my opinion. So, yeah. No, I, I saw Sam, go up. in on that because I got to tell y'all something after this. I was like, go, go in on that oh, album. Oh, oh, I was just going to say, like, yeah, that's definitely one I unfortunately overlooked. But I saw it and I was like, all right, this has some potential for sure. But I never locked in. And no, but Young Thug, ah, I love, I just love the kind of genre that he's kind of subgenre of hip hop that he's created. And like, I feel like I, he's heavily inspired people like Roddy Rich, obviously. And, like, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta check that out. So, before I get to my number four, um, I know like this is gonna sound ridiculous because you know I told you guys about this last week or like early in this week and everything. I was like, damn, you know, I never went back to that Chris, um, that Chris Thug album like I was supposed to. Because I remember when it first dropped, I, I hit like Don, you hit me and was like, yo, Moot, this is this is literally what you want, and I'm like, it is, and I never went back through for some reason, and I still have to do that, unfortunately. Yeah, man, I definitely give it a run. A lot of stuff dropped that month, man, because like it, they dropped it on Cinco de Mayo. It was like a random Tuesday or Wednesday. It didn't even drop on a Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was literally. Yeah, like I think a that's what messed day. me up, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Whatever I mean, they think on the Maya was, they dropped it then and not a Friday. And it, that messed me up because I'm, I'm used to listening to albums on like Friday night, you know? Same here. Yeah. yeah. And it's definitely got, you know, we're in the summertime right now. Hopefully, maybe stuff will open up within like a month or two. Maybe you get to hear this out played because they got some, cl- it's definitely a lot of club songs on this. You know, oh, so. Y'all know how I feel about, y'all, I mean, because like so, yeah. I, I fuck with Thug and y'all know how I feel about Briss. So. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. <sighs> so on to my number four, man. Um, y'all know I really am into the R and B and everything, so this gonna. I mean, I I did I try not to put too much R and B as far as like the you know the top four. I mean, excuse me, the top uh, five and everything. But when we get to the honorable mentions and stuff, of course. But number four, man. I mean. This was a highly anticipated album for me. I've been rocking with these dudes. Cause I found them literally by mistake. And since then, I've I've been like, yo, you guys aren't listening to them. But they're probably one of the best. Like, I mean, I, I guess I can call them R&B act, even though it's an R&B and a producer. Division, amusing her feelings. Couldn't be a better worst time. Ironic. Waiting for the perfect time. No such thing, no such thing. I'm just looking for now May not be righteous Don't judge me, don't judge me One more shot, I'm told I'm not indecisive I already know I'm chosen, chosen Try not to get too far We already passed too far If we fuck right where we are When that be on
Okay. Okay. Like when it first dropped, it was a lot of stuff going on, and like I kind of had to go back into it. And you know, I'm really behind on Joe, like a lot of podcasts. So I just maybe like a week ago or something uh, listened to the Joe Button episode where they called up um, Daniel, you know, the singer. Okay. And even the way he was talking about like old Tony Braxton songs and old R and B, I'm like, oh, this dude's like me. Like he goes back and yes. he listens to his like, you know, like the the shit your parents would listen to, like the Tony Braxtons, the Whitney Houston's, the Anita Bakers, you know, Sade. Like he he knows his shit, and I feel like ever since September 5th. Like, I mean, of course, 1985 kills the production, but like he's been getting really into his bag. Like as far as songwriting, like the first album was like, I mean, it's three men up here or whatever. But like, no, that first album, I'm telling you, if you got your girl, that's the sex playlist. That shit's crazy. The second album, it took me like I was like, yo, I don't know if I like the album. But I went back through and I was like, OK, this is like, OK, I don't I don't have it pulled up right now. But I was I like more tracks than I skip so I mean that's good so now I got to this one and I'm like oh so these niggas is just okay and I was like a March release threw me off cause I'm like y'all know y'all supposed to release this shit when it's cold outside the leaves is falling or whatever that's (laughs) their vibe so I was shocked they they did a March release but hey man I'm not mad at it it's my number 4 that's hilarious that you say that like Anytime there's an OVO record, I'm like, yeah, I want to listen to this when it's cold out for sure. I want to feel like in Toronto, just like out there chilling with Drake, 40. It's got to yeah. be nighttime, man. I mean, literally, bro, like, um, I was just thinking, like, with, with Drake projects, it literally sounds cold. Like, when, it, yeah. when most of the tracks start, they kind of sound like cold for the most part, you know? And, um... Yeah, man, I, I think this Division album, like, I give it one spin, man. Like, again, dude, like, I, I was just listening to, like, a lot of music at the time, and I gave it a spin because I remember texting uh, you about it, Mook. And, yeah. Um, I, I told you that I really enjoyed it because I hadn't really listened to their music like that before. And um, I think they're really talented, man. I just think one thing, do, do you think they might be a little hindered because they're signed to OVO? The only reason I'm not going to say that, at least, is because, I mean, I feel like they're kind of in that lane as far as, a, which I feel like Magic, I, was, I shouldn't say that because, like, they're more R&B compared to a Magic Jordan, which I consider more pop music, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, with with them, at least, I feel like, you know, they, they did all this and Drake's not even on the album. Like, that's cool. You know what I'm that's saying? That's true. And yeah. you know, party. But they had some cool out. They had some cool features. Like they had, they had um, popcorn. What's my snow. man? Uh, you know, I was getting the snow. S- yeah. Summer. Come on now. You know that summer. Um, party had a nice verse. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they're you know they'll definitely be continue to be an act that is more on the underground side of things. Yeah, just because I feel like of how nobody bought that September 5th album. Like, I'm telling you, I found that by mistake, man. I don't even know how I found that album. I just was like, what is this holy shit? And I was on, like, the type, I mean, like I said, when I found it, it was cold outside, it was late night, and then I'm yeah. just like, and I'm like, whoa, I need a, I need a girlfriend right now. What is this album? <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like, like they, their music does that. I feel like I was, like, more appreciative of finding these, like, kind of background OVO artists. Yeah. Before, before like the streaming stuff really took off, like back in the day when you go look up mixtapes on like Hot New Hip Hop or Dat Piff, like yeah, where it just be like a lucky find and you strike gold, like 
early or whatever and like oh my god bro and speaking of which uh party's self-titled album just it was just uh the seven year anniversary of that yeah back back in 2013 bro i still remember that post on ovo's website introducing party next door that was good slash uh curious song oh my god bro they struck gold when they signed party bro i was like yo and that's to this day that's still one of my favorite projects that's uh from him my favorite from him is uh p2 but uh that project and like trap soul again like i think they're they really set the landscape for modern r&b so um so yeah man i think division they're gonna continue to release quality music but i feel like they're gonna be more so on the underground with it but i I think that's that's the way they want it to be in my opinion that's just i mean that's their sound like i mean i'm not trying to be funny like can you hear a lot of these songs on the radio? Not really, you know? I don't listen yeah, to radio either, because so I don't not, know. Because they do more traditional R&B. What yeah, ex- exactly. He's, yeah. I, I'm going to say, like, like I like what you said earlier when you were talking about it, like, with Brent. Like, they're not really in that kind of, like, modern R&B thing. Like, they, they would rather be on, like, the traditional, like, you know, I'm in love, like, you know, like right. type of R&B. You know like, you know? they, they type of music you'll hear late at night on, like, Quiet Storm Radio. Bruh, fast. Yeah. I said it yesterday. I was like, somebody was like, yo, why are you listening to Division this early in the morning? I tweeted it out, and I was like, it's gray outside. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, anything else before we get into Sam's number three? Nah, I think, I think that covers it for me. Yeah. Go ahead, hit us, bro. Oh man, well, I'm rocking the merch because it came in yesterday afternoon, but Alfredo. Mmm. <laughs> Alchemist. Yeah, caught a thing to a whole thing, whole game working. Hit a bitch with that extended clip with that revolver shit, it's so the same purpose. Eagles beaming up the Scotty in my crack lobby, I can smell the cane burning. Michael Jordan, 1985, bitch, I travel with a cocaine circus. Put the methanations on your clown ass. Catch a nigga up and leave him down bad. I go get a pack and take a nigga town and fuck his bitches with my out-of-town ass. Bomb on niggas like Nagasaki. Rock it next to my pocket, I like a body. Drop the check on the bit, many niggas be looking like baby mamas in these Maserati. Bitch, I fuck up your face. It's just instant classic to me. Mmm. Already saying it's a classic. It ain't even been a month yet. Yeah. Go in, I've bro. I've listened to this album non-stop, like, and so we're talking about Alchemist, like Golden Year. So he did process with Boldy James, which actually I almost I I almost had that up here, but Boldy Conway, and then he he produced for uh, West Side Gun, right? He had like I believe songs. I think so. Yeah, on Prince Paris, but um, nah, this is just straight raps and. Classic sample based beats, which I love. Like, and the timing couldn't have been better. So, like, you got 1985, Scotty Beam, and it's just like when this album dropped, everybody was still fresh off of like the last dance coming out. Yeah. And there's so many references to the Bulls, and it's just like, oh, perfect. <laughs> it's it just like pure hip hop to me. Yes. True. And it's probably my, Fred- my favorite Freddie album after. Pinata for sure, which okay. I can't believe what I'm saying, but yeah, I love it. Also, too, little plug or whatever. Shout out to me and Dom. We reviewed this one and Pinata. oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, this is not Pinata, but um, Bandana. Bandana, yeah. We reviewed both of those, so go back and check those out in the archives. Uh, Dom, do you have anything on that before we get to your number three? 
Man, you already know, man. Like, I'm a huge fan of Freddy's, man. I, I've been listening to Freddy. I'll say I keep saying it since uh, 2011, Cold Day of Hell. I've been listening to him all the way back then yes. to where he's at now. Because, you know, I was one of those nerds that uh, got all like the I, I would always look up like the freshman classes. And he Me was too. um Yeah, he was on the freshman class. One of the most historic ones with Nipsey, J. Cole, Big Sean. Um, no, was that Mac, Mac was nah. Mac was right after he was 2011 with Kendrick. Okay. Yeah, Kendrick, Big Crit. That that uh class is historic, too. Shout out to Diggy. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, man, Freddie, man, I I just started listening to his music all the way back then, and I just knew <clears throat> I like I was like, bro, this dude is one of the best rappers I've ever heard, bro. And he just continued to progress as an artist. And when he got with Mad Lib, he just took it to another level, man. Oh, you know. So, dude, I was watching those videos when they came out with Miata, and that was just like painting his story perfectly like oh I, those videos were on replay for me strangely and they're not even like turn up songs or anything but you just like oh no his, his aggressive energy it's just like, yeah yeah uh, yeah it's it's really it's that soulful hip-hop you know that i think is really it's, it's starting to make a comeback you know yeah. like the mainstream which i think is great man and um yeah i remember watching the interview from freddie he was like his manager at the time, was like, yo, let me introduce you to somebody. He introduced him to Mad Lib, and he was like, he didn't even know who he was. He like, who the fuck is this dude? Like, you know, I don't even know who this dude is. And, and the dude was like, I don't really know who he is. And so they, they went to the studio and made a song, and they, they knew from there, they're like, whoa. They're like, yo, we got chemistry. And they worked and made Pinata, and yeah, man, it's been, a, it's been perfect ever since, you know, and I'm, I'm uh, patiently waiting for that Montana album to come. So... Oh, you know, for true. a trilogy, you know, and I just think Freddie, man, he's just going to continue to put out quality projects. And I don't know how you cannot have him on a top 50 greatest of all time list. Like at this oh. point, I don't know how you could not have him on a list at this point. So I agree with that. So, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good on it. But whatever. Uh, Don, you're number three. All right, so this is my most mainstream um, pick. This came out earlier earlier in the year. Now, this guy is one of those guys like a, like a, a Bryson, you know, like a party. He, yeah. he keeps saying something's coming, but it doesn't come when you think it's going to happen. He, he doesn't drop the album when you think it's going to drop. Frank didn't release. <laughs> Frank, too. This guy's <laughs> one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> this guy's one of the more eccentric artists in uh, hip hop today, and his name is Little Uzi Vert. Eternal Etake is one of my favorite albums of the year. Yeah. I done made so many millions, ain't nothing to think about. And she fuck with me because I am the one that still come back even though I made it out. I thought she was G when I put in my D, she was screaming, she said, Come on, take it out. And loyalty, I swear that's everything and for me. Got niggas that gon' kill it out. And when I do a show, it's a hundred thousand with the video, probably was just paying out. And she know he a bum, so his girlfriend with me, and you know, at late night she be staying out. I ain't do it on purpose, oops, my bad, I didn't mean that. That's the reason he hating out. Got a V12, that's all on my engine, that's probably the reason I'm out here be racing out. I'm too evil, too evil, too evil, too evil. It's nobody out here can save me now. I remember when I was younger, my girl ain't answer my phone to listen to take you down. Now, you did say that. I'm gonna say this. His last album uh before this, which is Love is a uh, Love is Love Rage, is Rage 2. 2. At that point, when I when I was listening to that album, I had that album on repeat 
for a long time, bro. And I was like, yo, I was like, Uzi is like, I was like, this is dope. This is dope. You know, he's he's one of those new age rappers. Again, he's similar to Wayne in a, a, a sense that, you know, he doesn't have a, a ton of substance in his music, but it's obvious that he can rap when he really mm-hmm. wants to. And he 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 uh, he puts that all on display on this album. Specifically on the first couple songs, you know, he's really trying to go crazy with his bars on songs like Baby Pluto um, and stuff yes. like that. And uh, I, what's the other song? I think it's called Pop, P-O-P, Pop. I oh, think. God. That's yeah, he went cra- so hard. He went crazy on that, bro. Like, yeah. Uzi, Uzi is not just a star. He's a superstar. He's on the level of he's right underneath like a, okay, we got Drake, we got Kendrick, we got Cole, now we got Travis. If you want to include Post Malone as a rapper, there's a debate if he's a rapper or a singer, but we could put him there. Then you got a Uzi. Uzi he's on that right tier under, B. He's on that tier with them. And he's really displayed that with some of his features as well. You know, he collaborates a lot with G Herbo, and I enjoy their collabs. And um, he, he, he loves collaborating with Future. And uh, it's rumored that he's going to drop an album with Future sometime this year. Um, that would be dope. But, that joint him and Gucci was hard. Yeah. Uzi and yeah. Gucci. Yeah. But uh, Uzi, man, I, he dropped this album, and in my opinion, I do not, I do not think he disappointed at all. And you know, he's so, he's such a like a multifaceted uh, artist. Like he's not just like a one of these, he's not like a, a rapper rapper per se. But he's got so much character with him. You know, mm-hmm. he's got a lot. You know, now I, I, you see why people love him, love his music, because it's more than music for him. It's his, it's a lifestyle. The way he dresses and stuff is. He's not he he's like alternative, you know, to what's mainstream. I mean, a lot of his music is mainstream sounding, but himself, he's more on like the alternative alternative wave with it. And um, he also is a melodic rapper. You know, he's got songs with like Sid, which I love the song Urgency. You know, he's got songs like yes. uh, he's got songs like um, I want to say, uh, damn, I can't P2, where he's he's again getting in more of his melodic ways and. You know, he's just, and he exp- he experiments with different sounds, like on Futsal Shuffle 2020. That's like a house trap type yeah. beat. Like he's like, it's, it's so weird. It's you know, it's like a dance track, but you know, he's rapping over it, so he's not afraid of trying different things. And uh, yeah, man, Eternal Take. You know, he dropped the deluxe project with it, uh, Little Uzi Vert versus the World too. 14 more songs, which I thought was dope in general, but I think. The main album is the best eternal sure. take. So yeah, that definitely uh, that that's on my honorable mentions. Like, and I I was believing every moment of the hype leading up to that, like the release, and I, I feel like you're right. Like it delivered. On oh yeah. Level. Like, and it's hilarious because like I don't know. Like as a producer, I'm always listening to the beats, and I was listening to you better move. Oh yeah! I was like, I was like, where have I heard this sound before? And it's the most, oh, it's the most basic beat ever. But it samples like the Microsoft Windows pinball game, like that came stock on like your parents' computer back in the day. So yeah, I used to play that game. Yeah, but it goes so oh, it's fire. I love it. For sure. So on to my number three. And this is why, you know, when I was texting both of y'all, I'm just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be vague or be like, you know, sure. Because y'all know when I text, I text and everything, of course. 
but I'm like, yo, we got to save this for the pod and everything. And it's so convenient, man. But my number three is also Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist. Oh, Alfredo. shit. Okay. So that's, cr- that's crazy how that worked, man. Like, pretty much that's, that's why I was being short even right there. Like, everything, everything Sam said, man. Like, yeah. You niggas snitching, getting time shaved. Sold a book on my Boost Mobile, I boost the crime wave. Telling all my hoes that I love them, I'm playing mind games. When bitches after your last dollar, they take your last name. I'm married to this shit, dumped up off the porch, then I jumped the room. Bunny rabbit gang, we be robbing shit like the romper room. Catch a Uber over Lizzie, I sent the prison. The feds wanna turn the witness, I plead defensive. Been smoking since 13, I fried my brain, so I ain't never stressing. I can't hold no grudges, Michael Thomas, bitch. I'm catching blessings. Police trying to catch me, ain't gonna catch me riding without my weapon. Panoramic roof off on that group. I look like to joy. finish. I loved it. I mean, if you want to see us or hear us go more in depth, me and Don did a whole review of tape. Yeah. Go check the archives for that one. Gotta listen to that. Like, I mean, uh, I, I said my favorite track was uh, that Frank Lucas with Benny. Like, I mean, come on, I spooch, oh. nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man, I love, like, uh, I was listening to the joint, and I think like Westside was saying like Tyler, they linked up for whatever. Which I mean, Westside, Benny, you know, you know all this joint, and even with like like Freddie, like Tyler came and linked up with them or whatever. Like right after he won the Grammy, and it was like, well, yeah, I won the Grammy, but I'm still, you know, like Tyler's still a cool dude. You know, I, I fuck with the Tyler joint. The Conway verse was was flames, baby shit, skinny sugar. I mean, I you know we can go days on days. Scotty Beam, God is perfect. I mean, dope I mean album. Alchemist <laughs> is. I mean, I ain't gonna say, even say Alchemist is or Alch- Alchemist, like in the words of WWE, was now for forever. Like I'm like it's crazy. Like man. My man has not dropped off. Dude, you know he has been in this game since the Mob beginning. Deep days. Like, Mob deep days. That's crazy. Oh man. Crazy, man. He used to be in a rap duo with, I feel like it's like the actor James Conn, his son. I forget what they were called. This was like early 90s. They would tour around with like Cypress Hill. And it was just like the beginnings of what we know as today, like modern rap. It's crazy how long he's been in it. And I just love seeing him pop up everywhere. He's in like Fuck That's Delicious with action. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, hilarious. Like, I don't know. I'm about to say last thing I want to say and everything. So we talk about Alchemist before we get on to your number two. Um, you know, I always like I love whenever I go to, I go through shit on YouTube and just find like gems. There's an old freestyle on Tony Touch Radio. It's uh, Alchemist, Prodigy, and Mac Miller. R.I.P. to two of them, man. You know, God oh, bless. R.I.P. Like, like you know, they, like like. Like Prodigy was rapping, Matt was rapping, Matt was like, yo, I'm in a Prodigy with Cypher. I'm in a Cypher with Prodigy. This is crazy, you know? And then, like, at the end, like, they got Alchemist to drop like a verse. And I was like, yo, what's happening right now? Go check that did shit out. Did you send that I'm to me? Like, I feel like maybe I you think did. I might have shot that to you, bro. I might, like, I might, we might have been talking about Alchemist one day and I sent you that because I'm like, yo, when I, oh. whenever you talk about Alchemist, I'm like, fam, he dropped that one day for us and everything. And I was like, yo, like, Max, even like, yo, the Alchemist verses are rare, are very rare and exclusive. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh yeah. So um Sam, you're number two, man. Alright, well this one is a pretty recent one too. Um Mordecai by Chrome Bin.
kind of like a psychedelic, funky band. I don't know. Have you guys heard of them? I, I have not. Talked about it earlier, right? Yeah. Yeah, they they like kind of encapsulate a bunch of different genres in one. But I don't know. This to me is the first album where it's like, all right, I, I can get on board with them. Like I hadn't really listened to anything before. They kind of make more instrumental music, but this one is also the first album where like the band members are singing, and yeah. it's just it just creates a chill ass vibe. It's like something you want to listen to like if you're chilling like at the pool, like vacationing, like. In a Spanish country or something, I don't know. It just creates a whole mood, and it's just very mellow. And honestly, there's some songs on here that sound like they could be potentially sampled in the future by like Schoolboy Q or like Isaiah Rashad, just like laid back ass, nice, dope guitar. And yeah, I'm a fan. I was about to say, Don, I just shot it to you, man. So you could, I think, I think I sent it to you the other day, man. Okay, yeah, I think you did. I think you did. I'm yeah, definitely gonna um, check. What's hilarious, because I, I found them literally because uh, um, Bumani Jones shouted them out on one of his podcasts, and they were like, yo, it's like a rap, well, no, excuse me, not rap, it's like a trio from Houston, Texas, actually. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, they I, make I alternative definitely. music, and that shit is, like, really dope, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to really check that dope. out, man. I, I love that. I love that experimental type of stuff, man, with different uh, genres and, like, funk, avant-garde type shit, you know what I'm saying? I love... Like, I mean, I'm a big Kanye fan, so you already know. He experiments a lot in his music, so I love that type of stuff. So definitely we'll look into that. So, Don, you're up next, man. You're number two. What's good? Okay, so um, for my number two, now this this uh, this singer, she, um, she, she's been on the rise for a couple years now, for like the past three, four years. Might been, you know, mm-hmm. might be, <laughs> it might have been on some, some BS, some, some, uh, some rumors about who she was dating and whatnot and stuff like that. And that was kind of what put me on to her because I was like, who is this chick? Because I keep seeing her name on social media and people keep talking about her. So I, tra- I decided to check out her music. And at first I listened to it and I was like, eh, it's not really for me, but I kept hearing more from her in terms of, uh, Growth. Her, her growth and i heard one of her songs on the radio again it's a, a rarity when i do listen to radio sometimes they have some dope stuff over there and i heard it i was like wait a minute who's this and i was like oh it's this chick so my number two pick is uh it was good until it wasn't by kaylani i knew it yeah um The way how vulnerable she is and her music and introspective she is and how free of a person she is, I think it's really dope to see and it's refreshing, especially for a a genre that's been kind of like 
that a lot people of the were claiming like, was dead. People were claiming R&B yeah. was dead. And I was like, y'all don't know. That's that's fake news because y'all don't know the real R&B. Like, you're listening yeah. to the radio shit. Like, it's dope R&B acts out here. Y'all just don't give them a chance. Yeah, a lot of people say, man, the R&B don't hit like it used to. You know, it's not even R&B. It's like they all rappers and singers now. They, you know, mixed up, which is true. A lot of them do uh, do are dual threats. Like, they can rap and sing, but there are still singers and Kaylani is a singer you know and i think this is an incredible work of art that she put out i was again pleasantly uh surprised by it because i did not expect her to put out something like this and when you look at it when you look at the track list you know you see certain artists that you would think would be on this album like uh tori lanes or janae aiko but then you see somebody like a james blake and i'm like whoa yeah I was like, I was not expect. I was like James Blake. I was like, I was like, I was not expecting that because James Blake is like, he's one of those dudes that again he he experiments a lot with his music with like post like dubstep electronic um, dance type of shit. But he he sings as well. He's more of like an an elect. He's more of like a experimental. He he kind of comes into R and B a little bit in his music with his vocals, but he's more on the alternative side. But he he puts it all together, S- similar oh, to like yeah. a a, a Bonnie Vere, similar uh, to him. That's that's kind of what piques my interest even more. I'm leading up to the release, like she had the whole thing with YG going on. But when I saw his name on there, I was like, okay, this is gonna if his name is on here, this is gonna be a solid project because he typically commits to great ass albums. I don't know, like. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, uh, me and Mook did a review about this, so you yes, can definitely sir. go check, check that out. out for sure. And, um, yeah, man, I think Kaylani is a bright spot in uh, R&B. And I think she's going to be here for a long time to come. You know, she's really, she's like in her mid twenties. I think, you know, she's pretty 25. Young. Yeah. 25, you know, pretty young. There's not really a, a lot of major R&B female singers in the game. You know, we got SZA, we got Summer Walker, but we got Akelani as well. So I think she's going to be here for a while. And I think she's like one of those artists that's going to have like a, like a, honestly, like I can see like a 10 year run from her, bro. Like I think her music is great. Like I, I feel that and passionate about it. That's awesome. So, um, it's, it's crazy. And that's really wild. We're on to my number two. And shit, we staying right on the same topic because my number two is also Kaylani. It was good until uh, it wasn't. <laughs> we did the review uh, on this, like Don just said. Check that out in the archives. Man, I, I, I told Don, I sent him the joint after the fact. 
the al- the album she dropped a year ago while we wait i fuck with that one because like I, at first one of my shout out my homegirl ellen and i will say it shout out to ellen because she was trying to get me on kaylani and i was like i don't really dig it i don't know and when i finally listened to that while we wait album, i was like yo this shit is kind of hard it's like seven tracks like i was eight uh nine tracks she had yeah. music soul child up there dom kennedy ty dolla sign and black that joint was really hard when me and the home, me and the homie Tuck or whatever, we reviewed Justin Bieber's album, you know, did that for the pop people, you know, listen to this. I was like, she stole. I mean, she stole. Oh, yeah, she killed that song, bro. Yeah, she, she you remember stole when I sent the best track? And I remember I, you, I sent you that. You sent like, it to me. You sent it to me. And at first, I was kind of like, I don't know. And then, like, I just, I, I, you was like, yo, you played that yet? And I was like, nah. He was like, bro, I'm telling you, trust me. And like I said, I, when it comes to music, I respect y'all's music opinion so much. Where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna check it out. And I heard that, and I was like, oh, nigga, you, I text you about like, nigga, you won't play. We did. Yeah. I said she stole the whole album just with that feature. She's been riding the high. This album was crazy. I remember like from the time it dropped, loving it. I hit you and was like, yo, let's do this review. We both loved it, adored it. Was yeah. like, yo, like this joint's written. I mean, it's. I mean, like I say, it's, it's the highest R&B album on my list and everything. Like, I... True. It's more R&B out here and everything, and a Division's album was really good, but, like, yo, Kehlani's joint from top to bottom. And that's no disrespect to anybody else, but, like, this is probably the... Se- well, not probably. It's the second most album I've went to this entire year so far. Wow. Like, I really love this album. It was... Cra- and I was. It is crazy. Do you guys have a favorite song? Uh, mine's was open, open slash right. passionate. Right now, my favorite is either it's a tie between "Hate the Club" and "Bad News." Like I just, yeah, I don't hate know, the really, like, my second favorite. "Hate the Club" is heavy, you know. "Bad News," I love it because of I, I man, I love those slow down songs where you know so a singer just gets in a bag and gets very introspective, and she got a, very introspective on "Bad News," and you mm. know, I fuck with it. So, um, that's all I got and everything. Um, Sam, you want to go ahead and drop your honorable mentions? Oh, okay. Well, one was uh, definitely Eternal uh, a Take. Uh, next one will probably be Thundercat. Mm. Hey, I need to listen to that more. I got to listen to that more. It was I only gave that a couple heard. spins. Not too yeah, many okay. spins, but a couple spins. I, I mean just a master at his craft. Like he's another one that I feel like kind of created a sub genre. I don't even know what genre you put him in. Honestly, like Mac Miller got me on him. Yep. I, I first like heard of Thunder. Him. I first heard of Thundercat really on uh just going to DJ booth website. I used to go mm-hmm. to that website to find new artists and he had a song that popped up. I want to say like 2013 and I, I heard it. I was like, yo, this is dope. And then he eventually went on to work with uh, people like Flying Lotus and Mac. Yeah. And obviously, uh, Kendrick. I was like, bro, I was like, Thundercat is fucking dope, bro. And like you said, yeah, you can't really categorize him in one genre. Like, he, he blends it a lot, you know, so. Yeah. And even on, like, the whole joint to his album, whatever, in, like, the credits, it was like, you know, R.I.P. to Mac. Like, I think he said he was like, he talked to Mac, like, the day before. And I'm like, yo, that almost crushed my soul. Like, I was like, my God, dude, I didn't need you know, that. But I, I love seeing friendships in this industry. And, like, him and Mac was definitely up there. But early quarantine, uh, he got on Instagram Live randomly. I think he was actually talking about 
this album about to drop in a few days. And he was on there with Flying Lotus. And they were just kicking it and talking about, like, their favorite anime and all this stuff. Like, it was just dope to see that they're they're so tight. Like, they're boys. Like, it's awesome. But, um, For sure. Yeah. Uh, next honorable mention, last one, uh, Tame Impala. Slow Rush. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Go. This, I mean, I listened to this... I, this one probably should have gone on my five, but really, I don't know what I would have taken out. Like, I feel like it's a great follow-up um, to... Currents. 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 Yeah. Love that album. Um, it's definitely more mellow, a little more laid back, but... And maybe it doesn't have, like, the kind of groundbreaking hits that Currents did, but... No, I love it. And honestly, I feel like more and more rappers are listening to Tame Impala and trying to, like, get him to co-produce stuff like i know yeah. travis and rocky rocky yep so we'll see yeah I, from that album will be sampled in the future yeah for sure man I, I i remember listening to that currents album like again man i gotta salute ktt man like they put me on to a lot of music and um it, back in 2015 they were they were talking about this album by this group called tame impala i was like who the fuck is tame impala so then i looked it up and I started listening to the music. And you recognize like, more tracks than you even knew you knew. Yeah, I was like, I heard it, his voice. <laughs> I was like, who is this dude? And then I found out. I was like, oh, his, it's Kevin Parker and his group. Okay, his band, his traveling band. But he does everything. He sings, records, produces. And I was like, this motherfucker is amazing, bro. I, I kept playing that music, that album, back to back to back to back. There were certain uh, songs up there, like uh, I think it was Nangs, that was like less than a minute. I was like, bro, I want to sample this. I was like, this shit is fire, bro. And yeah. a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people don't know about Tame, but now they're getting more popular because they're working with more mainstream artists and stuff. So, I, which I think is great, but it hasn't, uh, it hasn't diluted their product because they still bring Thanks. out this quality music. And I only gave that album, damn, I, I definitely need to give it more spins. I've heard several of the songs multiple times, but I haven't went back and listened to the album in, in its entirety multiple times. So it's, that's definitely one that I need to go back to. Yeah. I about to say, I got on them because um, a track that was off Rihanna's anti-album called Same Old Mistakes, that was my favorite track off that album. And I was like, yo, what is this, man? Like, this is crazy. And I was like, oh, this is from a group called Tame Impala and everything. You know, new person, Same Old Mistakes. So I started listening to, like, you know, Currents, and I went back to Lonerism. I was hitting my homies or whatever, and I'm like, oh, yeah, we fuck with Tame, bro. Like, and I'm like, yo, and I, I had no clue about them. That's... But like y'all said, it's dope, man. I mean, yeah, incredibly dope. Sam, was that all of your um, audible mentions? That's all three. Yep. Donnie, go to yours because I have I have a hell of a lot of them. <laughs> all right. Um. Okay. So starting off, mine is I don't think a lot of people know about him in the mainstream, but he is an artist that I think will eventually blow up. Like he just he's just he's so unique in my opinion, and that is uh, Shmino. He dropped a mixtape yeah. called she, she Already Decided. And I think this dude is one of the more talented up-and-coming rappers there is in the industry, like, easily. Like, he can rap incredibly well. He can sing well. He's great with, you know, he's great with melodies, hooks. His production is fucking fire. Uh, shout out to um, Monty Booker. You know, that's one yes. of his main, main producers. And, um, yeah, man, I just love everything he's doing with his, uh, his crew, you know, uh, Zero Fatigue. You know, I, I fuck with that heavy. 
you know, he's coming out of uh, St. Louis. And uh, he's definitely a slept-on artist. And, uh, again, man, this mixtape, he just put it up, I think, on Dat Piff maybe a month and a half ago. And it's it's great, dude. Like, if you want something different, if you want a a rapper, you know, that's he's more on the melodic side. He he messes with a lot of, like, soul instrumentation uh, mixed with, like, it's kind uh, mixed with, like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of, you, you just got to hear it. Like, the producer, Monty yeah. Booker, like, it, it sounds like some, some shit straight out of, like, Interstellar. Like, the type of beats he, be, he, he makes, the sounds that he used for, uh, for his production. And uh, Smino is incredibly talented, man. I've been listening to him uh, since his uh, project he dropped, Black Swan, which was incredible, in my oh, opinion. Yeah, that's a classic. And, um, yeah, man, I... I I see big things for Smino. You know, I, I hope more people listen to his music because he is one of the more, I want to say, more original uh, rappers out there today. I, I feel like Smino, like that just, I love whenever he links up with people like Saba. Yeah. Like that whole, like Pivot Gang. Yeah. For sure. I'm, I like that. Uh, okay. Another one of my honorable mentions. Now, this guy obviously is, well, I'll just say, you know, he's very, he is the most popular in the game. And he just randomly dropped these, uh, this pretty much a compilation of leaks that I heard probably like five months prior to the, this album dropping. Well, it's not uh-huh. really an album, but that, that uh, that's a Dark Lane demo tapes. This is something oh, yeah. that I, I, I put it as an honorable mention because as time keeps moving forward, I keep finding myself going back to certain songs on the project, whether it be the ballad with him and Chris, you know, Chris doing the background vocals, whether it be songs like landed, you know, whether it be, um, what's the, what's the one with his, uh, his dad that was on the, the interlude. Um, I, damn, what's the name you. of that? What's the name I of that song? Hold up, I got you. Um, that is, uh, losses. Losses, love that. That's the type of Drake yeah, I love. Yeah. That's like uh, introspective. Loki, his dad, he um, dropped that track too, because that shit was Loki Flames. Yeah, yeah. His dad, uh, Dennis, Dennis Graham. He's a he's a mu- uh, musician as well. And uh, yeah, man, I just think you know it's something dope. It, it's just a cool, chill type of project. You know, he's got some more so bangers on it, a couple, but you know, it's it's not something to be taken as like super serious from him in terms of what he's necessarily talking about because you could tell he's having a lot of fun on the project with songs like Deep O.L. with um, Young Thug and Future. You know, I think it's it's a project definitely worth checking out. Now, in terms of like an album, I wouldn't say it's an album, album quality, but it is worth checking out if you want something fun to listen to, especially during the summertime. Um, Another honorable mention, and honestly, I think this is going to be split into, this is going to be two honorable mentions because you guys mentioned him earlier, and um, you know if you haven't met the Wu, I don't know what to tell you because I think <laughs> he, I think man, art rest in peace to Pop Smoke, but I think he was going to be a superstar. Like I, I really think he was going to be that major because I listened to his new album this morning, and I think it from front to back, I think it's incredible. Like I think it's amazing. I feel like he like, had Fifty Cent potential, man. Honestly. That's yeah. not even just because of, you know, New York, all that shit. But, like, I feel like he was just getting into his own. He was only he was only 20 years fucking old. I think he would have turned 21 last month. Yeah, only 20 same. years old. R.I.P., man. Feel like Jesus. This, I feel like this is the 
I feel like this is the greatest posthumous rap album that we've gotten. Mm. More than, and I hate to say this, and I don't mean to talk down my man, because this is, I mean, more than Matt, more than X. Like, you're right, yeah. front to back, this album is just full of hits after hits. Like, yeah, I can't wait to listen. Yeah, man, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a shame he didn't even get the release his debut album, you know, before being taken out, you know, taken out, taken from this world. But his presence is very strong still to this day. You know, I, I see more and more people talk about his music online. And it's a shame, man, that he, he didn't get to see this, get to see all this love. Because I, I really literally um, I, the reason I put two mentions is because this album, which is called Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon and Meet the Woo, too. That's the first project I listened to him from. And uh, you can shout out to Mook for that because I probably wouldn't have yeah. listened to it. I wouldn't have listened to it if it wasn't for you, more than likely. I listened to that project, and over time, more and more, I fuck with it, and the lyrics got stuck in my head because at first when I heard them, I heard them on uh, Travis Scott's project. It's, it's, it's drunk club music, man. That's why I'm, And yeah. it, it sucks because by the time I, like, I started shooting it to you, it was like, you know, shit got shut down. But like, if you was drunk in the club, I'm telling you, like, you was ready to pull out like fake guns and all this or whatever. Like that joke was. I mean, it's, it's, it was like I said. I'm not trying to compare him to Fifty Cent, but that's what my man. He was like, "Yo, the first track he got me listen to was the PTSD, and he sounds just like Fifty on that record. Like he had that same type of in it, which he got me. Well, him and another artist, Drake, of course, got me on Fabio Foreign, who I fuck with now. You know, it's crazy because that that project, Meet the Wu Two, came out February seventh, and um, Pop Smoke lost his life February nineteenth. So I literally listened to his project right before he uh, passed away. And that's when I, I became a fan. I was like, man. And you know what was so dope about him is like, I think it was dope that he was from New York because there's a lot of New York artists, you know, like A Boogie. Um, I think Prince is still around. He's not relevant, but he's still around. Uh, Little TJ. <laughs> Little TJ's popping right now, you know, um, so there's a there's a lot oh Jay Critch a lot of people don't talk about Jay Critch but I fuck with Jay Critch heavy, um, but this dude Pop Smoke literally was another unique artist man like he he was like the leader of the drill movement for New York and when I say drill it's not the same drill as Chicago it's more so uh, related to UK I felt like you know a yep. lot of people you know us being in the states it's like we it's like we have a we got a bias towards American rappers but. There's some talented UK rappers as well, man. Um, you know, shouts out to Giggs. <laughs> shouts out to Skepta, obviously. Shouts out to Chip, you know. Um, but I feel like he was going to be the bridge between the UK and the US. Like, because people over there loved him as well. And I thought he was bigger. I thought he was going to bring us more together, you know. And it's a shame, man. It was a shame he was taken out like that. Because I, I think he was going to be the biggest rapper in New York within like a year or two. You got any more with your mentions or uh in terms of my mentions, um I wanna say Yeah, I think that's it for now. Yeah. Alright, so we're on to mine now and I have a lot actually. I I was kind of writing down albums and I was like from there I wrote down all the albums and then I was like okay then I'm gonna go sort them out from my top five you know okay so a lot of stuff we've already spoke about but I'm just gonna you know um so I guess I'll get the ones we've spoken about first um Tame Impala Slow Moment 
love that. Like we talked about Kevin Parker, his group. I mean, like we say, everything that man does between vocals, production, multiple instrumentalists. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel yeah. like people don't respect that. Like, you playing multiple instruments. Like, that's that's some Prince level shit to me. You know what I'm saying? Jack of all trades. Yeah, yep. you know. Um, uh, Childish Gambino, three fifteen twenty. Yep. It was so experimental, like, and I'm I, honestly, Don. I wish I would have known that you like fuck with that as much as you did, because like we could have reviewed that. Because I thought one of my homies was gonna do it, and he was like, "Bro, I ain't gonna front that." He said, "He said that was too experimental for him," and I was like, "Yo, I love this shit." Like, it's I crazy. thought it was fire, bro. I loved it. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me see more stuff. Uh, I think he brought up the weekend after hours. It wasn't on the list exactly, but you know that was a really yeah, dope album. Name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, weekend man. Um, I listened to that album. I think a couple times. Cause uh, yeah. yeah, I listened. To, I gave it a couple spins. You know, I think it's, I think it's good. But for me, I don't know. With the weekend man, it's just like I haven't really gone back to his music as of late recently. Like I haven't. Yeah, I'm about to say it wasn't as good as My Dear Melancholy, which threw me off honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I like the pop '80s sound that he had on it and everything, but like I was, you know, what I'm saying. Like, One of my favorite songs though is uh, "Snow Child." Yeah, I love that song. That's funny. That was Keto's favorite song too. That's crazy. Um, some more joint I got up here. Uh, I guess the last album we kind of spoke about the same thing Sam talked about earlier. I don't know how to pronounce them exactly, but um, the way it's I guess spelled a little bit is contraband. Okay. The, yeah. Is it Mordechai? Morde not Mordechai, but Mordechai, something like that. I Damn, I, I already messed it all up then. I, I, Man, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce them either, but I'm telling you guys, like, I'll spell them out. It's, it's K H R U A N. Yeah, A N G B I N. And the album is M O R D E C H A I. Like, that shit's crazy. Like, some cool alternative ass sounding music, man. Yeah. Shit was. And, you know, like, we're in the midway point of the year, but talk about recent. Like, that album literally just came out last Friday. Last week. And I, I found them just because literally a podcast. And, like, I had it on, like, I sent it, I sent it to you. I sent it to Sam. Sam was like, yo, I'm already fucking with it. And I uh, I, I was playing it for my boy Corey. And he was like, bro, I fuck when I turn the music. He's like, yo. He hit me the next day. like, yo, I went through the album. That shit is fire. I was like, right? Like, it's just some Dude, real cool-ass music. That makes me happy. I'm, I'm glad more people are getting turned on to them because they deserve it more love um black's recent release uh six six piece hot mild yeah the ep i was just listening to that, that oh not hot mild but hot ep yeah that was cool um that's like a preview of what's to come like a fuller album facts and that's what yeah. i'm telling that's why like, I told Don whenever he was like, yo, you know, Bryson had them kids. I was like, bruh, uh, Black had his kid on the damn album cover and still gave us some heat. Right. You know, he was but recording whatever. with his kid. Yeah. <laughs> right. On the little like shit strapped to him. You know, so I don't want to hear that stuff. Um, another album we also um, reviewed on this um, podcast and everything. Go check the archives. Jay Electronica, written testimony, man. I wow, mean, really? I, really? I, didn't, I was not expecting it. It's an honorable mention just because I feel like we're talking about albums we went back to. I right. went through that one way more than I went to. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on him because, like I say, he is still and will always be a dream interview for this don't you know for this podcast. I went to that album way more than I went back to um, Blame It On Baby. 
Yeah, I, honestly, I wasn't really. I, yeah, I wasn't really. I'm just I wasn't really. I wasn't really fucking with that album. To be yeah, I, I felt that, like, that he, baby, I feel like he, had baby a, he had a better album before that. Oh yeah, for sure. The joint he dropped before that was way more cooler. Um, a dude I had been hearing a lot about, but I hadn't really listened to him until this album, and I love it from top to bottom. Roe James, a manic. Yeah, you sent me his uh, stuff. I, I still need to check it out. That shit was I, cool as fuck. Like, it, it almost, like, on sometimes he, I ain't gonna say he sounds like Frank Ocean, but he kind of sounds like that old school R&B type shit oh, and everything. Hell yeah, dude. I'm gonna say, the only song I really know by him is Permission, but when that first came out, I was playing that all the time. That's yeah, you know what? You, I got I got some more I got some more honorable mentions now. Now that you bringing out all those. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, you can. Do you have any more or? Oh oh yeah, I'm about to say. Uh, look, go go ahead to yours because I still got mine written. So go ahead, Yo, go ahead, get your stuff for them. You want You want to talk about a singer that is uh that that kind of is reminiscent of Frank Ocean at times or, or like the weekend. Well, honestly, he kind of reminds me of the weekend. I think this dude really could blow up. I was, I had this shit on repeat for like a couple weeks straight. And that's a Shay, a crew still single. That dude is incredible. Like I, he wrote for Chris Brown too. He wrote, um, I think he wrote the song with Drake and Chris Brown, but, uh, this dude named Shay E. Crew. The album is called Still Single. This dude is incredible, bro. Like I think he could blow up. He kind of his voice. It kind of reminds me of House of Balloons at times. So did you shoot me that or not? I can't remember. I think I don't know if I did. I might have. Shoot, shoot me that right after this or whatever, because I'm gonna have to go fuck with that one. Yeah. So Shade Crew, that's definitely one. Um, that well, I, I just listened to that Rumor Project. That was uh that was dope, but only gave that one spin so far. So. Oh, um, I've been listening to the life of Pierre Four a lot. Pierre, oh Pierre my Bourne. God, dude, bruh, that, people that don't. Album hey, is, bruh, I love this fucking high, album, dude. How high yeah. I play every single day in my car, like Pierre bruh. is secret weapon. Like, bro, I love I love songs like Feds. I love uh, Be Mine. I love uh, Horoscopes, Double Mint, uh, Romeo Must Die, bruh. Pierre, yeah. A lot of people don't know Pierre Bourne is a rapper too. Like he was actually oh, yeah. rapping before you, you he was actually rapping. But yeah, he was rapping before he got on with his beats. But he's this dude, he, he's really talented, man. Like I think if more people should check him out. He just uh, dropped the deluxe album because the Life of Pierre Four came out last year. But he yeah. just dropped like um, he just gave us like fourteen more songs. So yeah, that's definitely worth checking out, in my opinion. Yo, I'm. I'm gonna hop back really quick, but this is crazy because I was looking at the the, uh, the credits for Jay Electronica's album. Yeah, my favorite song from that API DTA. Yes, it's got that old school. Guy. Oh, I love that, dude! I love that song. All praise you, be due to Allah. Yeah, I love that. You song. know who the producer is? Allah. Um, is it? Is it? It's the band we've been talking about. That wow. Mordecai or whatever, however you pronounce it. That's what, crazy. What a small world. That's wild. That's a, yeah, that's actually crazy because move. I don't know if you remember that was my favorite song on the album, the last song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild, man. Um, did you have anything left for you? I went back to my joints. Uh no, nah, that's it. That's I just wanted to add those two, and I'm I'm sending you sending you a Shea Cruz album. Back. Um, Sam, you have anything before I went back to the joint? No, nah, I'm good. I just got my number one left. 
I'm about to say, I got a couple more joints. Um, okay, I'm about to say, I just got that joint done. Um, I, matter of fact, the first time we ever got Sam on this podcast, um, Mac Miller Circles. Oh, yeah. Matt Miller Circles. I had to put it up there. I haven't recently went back to it as much as I, you know, am going to. But, of course, um, also shout out to homie Corey. You know, we just did a wrestling pod and all that. He's he, he got a vinyl player for Christmas. He's been buying a lot of vinyls, man. And, like, uh, he was like, yo, I might have to fuck around and buy. Um, What did he say? He was going to fuck around and buy The Divine Feminine. And I was like, you know, watching movies is still my favorite as far as his albums. I mean, mixtapes has got to be faces. But. You know, he was like, yo, I'm going to have to fuck with, um, you know, that divine feminine. Man, Mac, Mac has so many quality projects, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, I just found this album. It's a leaked album from 2014 called Ballonerism. I haven't listened to it yet, but I got it added to my library. I'm going to check out. But he got, he's got so many, like, his progression, when I, when I talk about progression, Mac Miller should be listed as one of the best progressions I've ever seen in music. Cause yeah. where he's where it's, he started, it's so sad. where he started and where he ended, it's miles apart, like like thousands of miles apart. He was literally like this frat. He was like a frat, um, a frat rapper. That's what they used to call him, like Asher Roth. Yeah, and a college rap. Like, I like yeah. I said that whenever we did the joint, I was I wasn't really fucking with like the early college rap stuff, but I still fuck with him, of course, because you know. But it, it kind of took him going into the dark sound of you know watching yeah, like, like Mac, right before watching like movies. Mac- it was Mac- sorry, Macadelic. Macadelic, yeah. yeah, which I love. I love Macadelic. Macadelic is when he started taking that turn into experimental music, and then he came with what a lot of people think is is his magnum opus, which is uh, watching the movies with the sound off. Yes, and um, yeah. He That's just continue. He just continued to get more experimental with like Larry Fisherman, you know. All you know, he he was doing Larry different Lovestein, things. Delusional Larry Thomas, Delusional Thomas. Yeah, he was going just all different directions, man. I just love to see his progression. I and, you think know, that Delusional Thomas is about to have a five year anniversary, but I'm not for sure. I need to check that. But yeah, man, um, he definitely left a, a lot of projects, and you know, I. I I see him as a, a legend for sure, man. Yeah, that I don't see, was I don't see how anybody can say he isn't. Hey, and I, like I and like I said on the the episode that me and Sam did, man, too. Like I'll never forget that one because you know I might I think I might be older than both of y'all. I'm not for sure. I, I'm pretty sure though. But like when Mac passed, I remember my mom was calling me like, "Yo, I saw a rapper pass and everything, and y'all were the same age." And it like fucked me up, and I was like. <laughs> I was just like, yo, oh, like yeah. I was already going through it and everything, and then you, and then she had to call and tell me that, and I was like, okay, now I feel even more crap. Like, crap. Man, I, I was at work, yo. bro. Yeah, I don't know if you remember Mook, but I put it in the group chat. Yo, yo look, I, matter of fact, by the time you had told me, I'd already got a phone call about it, and then that's why I was like, wait, what? And then when I got off the phone, I'm looking up, I'm just getting text, and I'm like, yo, what in the hell? Because I. I literally grew up on his music, man. Like it's we crazy did, to think yeah. about. Like we we literally grew up on his music, and to see him like that is fucked up, man. It's crazy. I said this will be recorded that pod, but to me, he was our John Lennon. Like mm. it, the impact of his death, I feel like just everybody you knew just was was moved by it. Somehow. Yeah, from yeah from the big names like. Like Kanye to 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 the real hip hop heads like Lord Jamar, they were giving him dap all of them, 
and in between. Yeah. Like everybody like, fought with him. Everybody it was like him. he was yeah. never trying to go out of his lane. It was like we just knew he was kind of a goofy kid, yeah. but he just it wasn't even about rap. It was like he just it was about making dope music, man. Nobody had any bad he, things to say about he, Mac besides that one guy that you know I don't know her that we talked about that you talked about earlier with Brent Bias. Yeah. Shout, shout out to DMV though. Shout out to DMV. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Shout out to DMV always. Nah, we we got to shout out to DMV though for sure. But um, nah, man, I, I was just gonna say, bro, like yeah, everybody loved him. And, you know, I think the main reason why is he respected hip hop, man. He loved hip hop to his core. Like, I remember him saying in many interviews, his, one of his favorite rappers, if not his favorite, was Big L. Like, he loved yes. hip-hop. And when people were shitting on him for dropping Blue Slide Park, he wanted to kill himself after that. And he got and he started getting onto drugs and stuff, and he made some of the greatest music he's ever made. You know? So That's crazy. Absolutely. So, yeah. But yeah, man. Shout out to Mac, man. Like, we, I can't even say that enough times. So... I have one last honorable mention, and this was the one I was talking about that was about to be my number five, but it was it was between him and we ended up winning with West Side Gun, Pray for Paris. And I know a lot of people didn't know a lot of people didn't check this album out, and I didn't even know about this album until like after it had, I mean it had been like a couple of months after it dropped. But um back in January, Luke James Feel mm. Love slash D. Now you want to talk about traditional R&B? Yeah, Luke James. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, I, like I'm, I don't know. I, I think I found this on like maybe Joe Budden's pod or something. But I was like, yo, this is crazy. And I was like, oh, this whole project, okay. And all yeah. the tracks, I'm just like, yo, like yeah, he, he had crit up there, like. And I, I, I only knew him as the dude that was playing Johnny Gill on the damn um, New Edition movie. But yeah, I didn't know he was an actual artist. He's on he's the show right now. Yeah, oh, I heard that. Okay. Yeah, I heard, yeah, I heard he's, yeah, he's, been, he's been acting for a while. Yeah, um, I heard about Luke some a couple of years ago. Well, no, more than a couple of years ago, maybe like five, six years ago. Because I used to watch uh, back when I was a teenager and stuff. I would watch 106 and Park sometimes on BET, and they would have Always, new up and coming. Yeah. They would they would have new up and coming artists, and he was one of those artists one time. I just remember hearing his voice. I was like, oh yeah, he's really dope. But I see why he's not as popular because of what I just said, he's a more of a traditional R and B artist. So, but like, that doesn't take away from his musical ability because he's still an incredible singer. So when I say, like you said earlier, like it's a lot of people that's doing stuff and it's a lot of the beats or whatever. Like he can actually fucking sing. Like you just put some dope production behind him because he can do everything else. Like, and even one of my homies who was like, oh, no, I've been fucking with Luke. He didn't even know the album was out. Like, I sent it to him. He was like, wait, when did this drop? And I was like, apparently January. And he was like, I'm lucky, man. This shit ain't longer. Like, he's, like I said, if we talk about, like, we've talked about it this entire pod, which, I mean, you you might be right. We have to go back and do a fucking R&B episode eventually at some point. Yeah. But, um... As far as, I, I love the, like, landscape, the R&B's on now with Luke and her and summer walker and like every, you know all the dudes we spoke about earlier but like you know like it's it's crazy man. i love it yeah and, it, and it's um it's not just one thing you know because there's a lot of people like man where's that real r&b there is a lot of r&b artists that still do that traditional r&b but then there's the alternative artists they just know, don't you, they just don't get know? the platform like you know what i'm saying it yeah. is crazy yeah, so it's very diversified. You just got to go out there and look for yourself. I mean, Google has everything you need, so. Sure. So that's all my honorable mentions, man. Um, we got any last things before we get to our number one, starting with Sam? 
Man, I'm about to pull a switch up here. Let's do it. Oh, man. All right, well, you started talking about your friend, how he bought a record player, and, like, you say Mac album was one of the first records he got? Or? Well, he's about, to, he's about to get that Mac one. He's got he's got a bunch of classics, too. Like, um, he bought Beyonce's Lemonade for it. He got a... Yeah. Uh, I think he bought a... Um, uh, I think he bought a fucking um, Marvin Gaye joint. Like, uh, yeah, he, he's Corey like me. He be on a lot of, yeah, Corey be on a lot of shit, like man. A Sam Cook. He looks like a Sam Cooke, Otis Redding type of dude. Yeah, bruh. He always he, he he be posting a lot of shit. Like, yo, he he still be on the classics, man. He was like us. He grew up on like the shit his parents listened to. Nice. Well, that got me thinking because uh, during quarantine, I've been doing a bunch of random shit I never thought I'd do. I spent, I dropped. Way too much money on some auto-tune software. I got a tattoo like a few days ago, but I also bought a record player. And the first album I actually bought was 1988 by Knowledge. is fire you know what i want to add that to my honorable mentions yeah like, i need that yeah and this is crazy because i had this whole thing my number one was originally up until a few minutes ago color theory by soccer mommy it's like an alternative rock. i've listened to that you i've listened me to that bro that shit is fire bro i that was album, i wasn't yeah that album reminds me of like a classic 90s like alanis morissette or something but no i'm gonna change up my pick because 1988 it is just the first song is Don't Be Afraid. Boy, don't be afraid of yes. the way you feel. What is it's bro. just like, you listen to that at the start of quarantine, and it's just like, my God, this this just hits. And it's just, you know, Knowledge is the man behind, he works on the Peppa Butterfly. Like, and. Yeah. His no album more, with uh, Anderson Pack. Yeah, No, no Worries. worries yeah. I love that's that. I love that. Got me on them. I love that album. All time for me. I now, love that album, yeah. yeah. But no, this album is just like more people need to recognize him. Like he, to me, like the Alchemist, just a secret player that keeps this whole genre moving. In my opinion, the right direction. Like I agree, man. I want to work with dude, bro. Like he's that talented, man. Like, for sure. Yeah. So that's so your number one on pick of the album mid year. Um. We got anything left on that before we get to Donnie's number one? Should be straight. Hit us, Don. Well, he's been mentioned a couple times already uh, from you guys. He's been in the news recently because he's been bullying a blogger. You know? um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) He's been bullying a blogger, but uh, (laughs) my number one is none other than Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. 
Man. Real nigga, what's up? My first love was football from playing that Madden shit. My second love was hard drugs, weed, and this rapping shit. Come did I lie on the nights that I wasn't having shit? I say my prayers, but I'm rusty as fuck with Arabic. Lord, take me as I am, cause I'm gon' come as I'm is. I might die twice if I look down and see my mama in tears. I gave up. But I ain't gon' never die. This album, dude, like. Again, man, I, there's not much I can't say about Freddie, dude. Like, Freddie, I'm looking at, I'm on Wikipedia, and there's already a lot of people, a lot of uh, publications putting it in best albums of 2020 and stuff. And um, this dude, man, he gets better with time, dude. Like, he's, ever since Pinata, I mean, he's been dropping quality albums before that, in my opinion. But since he's got on, um, got with the, the Pinata, that, that sound, it's just like he's just perfected it with his rhyming ability, the way he switches his flows and the 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 way uh producers like Mad Lib and the Alchemist, they'll flip the beats and shit. And it's just perfect, man. And Freddie is one of those rappers. Like if you look at him, he looks like a rapper and he sounds like a rapper. Like, I mean, he just mm-hmm. fits the mold of what you expect a rapper to be. And he 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 does that at the highest level, man. And there's not much I can't say about this project that I didn't love, man. Like. I love all the, I mean, the production is just incredible. The Alchemist just destroyed this, man, from top to bottom. Some of my favorites, I love um, Babies and Fools. I love that guitar on that. Uh, yeah. One, I, I Skinny Shug, actually. Skinny Shug and Babies and Fools. The All of Me sample, I love that. Um, something to rap about, that beat is fire. And again, with the Tyler feature, you know, that, that was dope. And a lot of people didn't know that him and Tyler... They had a connection from our future days. He was on the Loiter Squad. Yeah. So you can go look that up. Um, oh, yeah. Scotty Beam with Ross. You know, Ross is like the type of rapper I would expect Freddie to collab with. So that oh. made a lot of sense. Uh, Benny the Butcher and Conway both did their thing on this. Uh, God is perfect. Incredible. Man, there's not much I can't say about this album, man. Freddie, man, he's one of my favorites, if not my favorite rapper ra- rapping today. I, I, you know Damn. what? I will say he is my favorite. Today rapping, yeah, he's my favorite rapper, you know. Um, yeah, man, I just that's not. I don't really have anything bad to say about it. I just think it's a, a, a flawless project, honestly. The only thing is, is I wish it was. <laughs> it's not even really a negative. It's like I wish that shit was longer, you know, thirty-five right. minutes, yeah. you know, make that shit an hour or something, you know, because he, I could listen to his music all day, you know. So that's my number one pick. You know it's good if it's on all of our lists. Like that's, that's crazy. That's facts. Yeah, that is very fast, man. So I'm ending this off, and I feel like it's not gonna shock a lot of people if you know me personally about what my number one is gonna be. I feel like a lot of people are gonna be mad, but I feel like you know it's me. So you know. Why would you be feeling a certain way, whatever? Because if you know me and you know, and I guess I'll just say it now because literally before it dropped, I got a message from Don is saying, hey, bro, so this is supposedly supposed to drop soon. I just ought to let you know. And I was like, say word. Wait, so Don already knows. I remember hitting my girl and saying, hey, yo, so are we chilling or not? Because if not, I'm about to literally pour up or whatever and just vibe the entire night. And I literally was up to like three, four in the morning just with this shit on repeat. And I haven't taken it off. I put the whole damn project 
on a playlist a couple like months ago. And because I mean, y'all know I've been, you know, doing the playlist and everything for y'all guys or whatever available on Apple Music and Spotify. Check it out. But it is no shocker if you know me, my number one album for the mid year. And until I mean, I get something that surpasses it, it's going to be Drake Dark Late <laughs> Demo Tapes. I did a whole fucking episode. Six, six, six. Because you got desires. I know, I know. Hey, self-control has never been your thing. Don't think it'll help if there's a ring with a rock in it. Where I'm from, they serve the soda clean. You come from a city where there's lean with the rocks in it. How the fuck you keep so many secrets? How you going vegan but still beefing with me again? How the fuck you seen so many beaches? Tickets I did a whole episode. By myself, by myself, drunk as hell, reviewing the album. I was gonna ask Don to get on with me, but I was like, you know what? I want to go ahead and get this shit off and everything. And you I think that, that was the Instagram only too. that's the only solo album I've ever done by myself. I'm low key mad. I even missed a damn ten uh, year reunion of Thank Me Later. I feel like it's sure. a little bit too late to go back to it. I mean, I might fuck around and still do it too. Who knows? But I'm t- uh, dark lane demo takes, man. I mean, come on. Like like Don said when he talked about it, like all the releases, all the leaks, everything. It's like, okay, yeah, that's the cool shit. Like we had all this. When I tell you guys I played the fuck out of Chicago Freestyle, played the fuck out of When to Say I love that. Oh, and yeah, Desires all birthday weekend before it was even available on streaming. I was going on fucking SoundCloud, going on YouTube, playing the shit for my homies that was up here turning up with me on my birthday and everything. We got the album, the set, well, not that, well, not the album. We got the album a little bit after, but like the same day he dropped um, Tussie Slide and everything, mm-hmm. like Frank Ocean dropped uh, two new singles. So I was just like, oh, yo, I'm getting blessed. Like, what's happening? And then, like I said, it like we got Dark Ling like the following week or maybe a week after that. And I have not stopped listening to it since, man. Like I'm outside just... in an AMG, right outside. <laughs> GT, two turn baby, baby girl. You know, oh me. He's just, I mean, he's just oh having God. fun. He's he's just having fun on it, like the project. He's not even it's thinking. It's my like... favorite artist. Like, why would why would anybody think anything different, man? I'm sorry, I don't know what to say about this album. You don't like, apologize. I don't, I, bro. I'm just, yo. I'm. Just, telling you like i don't know what else i can say Man. i love this album i mean i i might be clearly biased or whatever and i honestly i said it too because at one point or whatever I, I was like yo man they can get me they can be like yo i got two ovo niggas in the top five <laughs> but i don't give a damn <laughs> yeah we i you know we ain't we ain't signed the ovo yet you know what i'm saying nah, not yet one day you know. but uh yeah man i mean i love can, this album you know there's a lot to the, that you can say about drake um, you know, a lot of people would try to clown him for, you know, certain things and whatnot. But one thing you can't deny is his legacy and his impact. This dude has literally run. He's ran a, an entire 11, genre, genre for 10, 11, over 10, 10 years. years for over 10 years, he's been on top of the game. It's like you can't deny him. Like he is just an unstoppable force in music. Um, you know, he he just he just makes the music. For every type of occasion, man, you know, he's got the club stuff. He's got he's got the more mellow, you know, chill stuff. He's got the more um, 
the more atmospheric shit like non now and forever. You know, he can he can get into that bag too, you know. Um you know, he's got he's got everything that you look for in terms of like a, a artist. Like he's not afraid to be vulnerable at any time or any place and he takes a lot of heat for that, but that makes him who he is and that that's what makes his music uh that much better. Me and Dom reviewed the five year anniversary of if you're reading this is too late back in February. On yep. the actual we dropped it on the actual day it dropped, which was Valentine's Day. I remember saying on that pod, like I thought we was getting um I thought we was getting part two of um God not, uh nothing was the same? Yeah, no, not nothing was the same. What's the what uh the mixtape? What a time to be! Oh, what a time to be alive! Nah, not even that. Shit, I'm tripping right now. Though. People gonna kill me for like not knowing on the spot, but like it's been a long. Oh, take care, take care. So far gone, so far gone. Oh, I thought so I thought we was getting so far gone part two that day. Like I'm talking about like back in the day, like February 2015. And I say all that to say like you know we we went through that. I did the solo review of Dark Lane demo tapes like. I mean, like, come on, man. Like, he's been my I, – I remember me and Donnie literally in my car riding around Greenville or whatever, listening to this shit on OVO radio when he more dropped life. more life. Yeah. And then turned up for my birthday. Like, yeah. I, I have so many memories have you guys, of dude. Have you seen Drake live? No. I've seen, I I've seen him live. I've seen him live five times. Holy Dang. fuck. Yep. Yep. I, I, I was so. I was there when uh, Cole brought him out in Fayetteville with Jay Z, bro. That shit was incredible. What? He destroyed it. Like Drake came out, the fucking stadium, the arena went insane. Like I, I I lost my voice. I think that night I was so turned up with my homies. Did you go to Dreamville, by the way? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That that Me was too. a dope experience. There. Yeah, that was a that was a dope experience, man. I hope it happens again. My God, that. I hope so too, man. Yeah, I think they rescheduled it for next year, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. For us, for us to have something like that in North Carolina, like that's that's dope. It was amazing. Mook, you gotta go too, man. I, yeah, we, we remember we talked about that one, bro, because like shit kind of happened, everything shut down, but like I said, I gotta make it out because. I missed last year's Dreamville, and I felt like that was a occasion. I love that Don talked about him being at Fayetteville because I didn't go to that personally, but I always, you know, tell the story, and Corey tells the story as well because, you know, of course, it's his story to tell. He was actually supposed to go with that with a friend, but, like, the friend was going through some shit that day, and they ended up missing the concert. So Corey was at home while he found out, and Corey is, like, Corey's favorite rapper is Jay-Z. He found out they brought Jay Z out in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and was like literally about to hurt, like put hands on his best friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you blame him, dog? Like, can you fucking imagine? No. That's oh rough. my, like, bro, I'm telling you, like, I just, but back to the kid, though, man. I'm telling you, he, it just, I, it's, it's number one. It was, it was no competition. Like, I wrote that one down first, and everything else was gonna be like. You know, second, third, fourth, and fifth, and all the mentions because Dark Lane demo tapes. I'm telling you, I put the entire fucking album on the playlist when it dropped. I yeah, knew man. lyrics by the next day. Like, come on, that's how much I went through it, and I was, and I'm still going through it. Have not stopped listening to it. That yeah. is the epitome of a that's mid-year crazy. 
like album. That's crazy because you know he about to drop an album too, so that's probably gonna replace. Man, <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all. That, 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 was just, that was just a warm up. That was the appetizer. In the summer, you think we're gonna get? Uh, he he said that he, he was gonna that. drop it in the summer. Yeah, when he did that interview, I think with Rap Radar, I think he said he was gonna drop an album. So. I mean, I guess now it just depends on like you know how the situation with the world goes because I feel like honestly and, I, and I've said this too yo Tootsie Slide went crazy because of the internet and I'm not even on TikTok or whatever like I said anything that my little niece is on or whatever I feel like I'm way too old to be on <laughs> but yeah true true but I'm telling you guys imagine just I'm t- like I, and I said it too because at first we thought maybe phase three was going to be here a lot quicker than it you know what, is, what has ended up happening some people don't want to wear masks it's a side note we're not on that Tootsie Slide in the club that very first time. I'm telling you. If we can get there, bro. If we can get there, it's going to go crazy. That's that's factual. Because people are like, I've seen people online. I've seen like uh, bloggers and YouTubers saying like, I mean, Tootsie Slide ain't all that. I'm like, bro, just wait till you get in the club and you you turned up. You got some drinks in you. You're going to be hitting that shit too. Watch. Watch. (laughs) Like I I'm telling you, when it first dropped, I didn't. When it first dropped, I didn't know. I was like, man, okay, you know, I didn't know. But then I got drunk and I was like, okay, cool. Then time went by and I was like, okay, yeah, flames. But like my thing is too, I remember like I sent you the link and they was talking about it on Rap Genius and everything. And dude was like, oh well, it started off and it's, it debuted at number one. Like he was like, it wasn't all that. And everybody was like, it debuted at number one. Right? Like, yeah, I watched that with Rob Markman. Yeah, I was like, yeah. bro, that dude. I like dude was hating. He was hating hard, bro. I was like, bro, it debuted at number one. Like, what are you talking about? He tried to say, well, it didn't stay at number one. Like, get out of here. Like, y- y- y'all niggas fave. I'm sorry. I got to talk my shit now. Y'all niggas faves wish and, y'all can debut at number one. Yeah, with a throwaway were, track. And Drake people dropped the throwaway tracks and they debuted at number one. Get the fuck out of here. People was like, well, it, it was too manufactured. You know, he had a dancer make the dance for him and promote it. I'm like, don't you want your song to be no promoted? Money. What the fuck? Like. He's an artist. Of course, he wants his song to do well. Like, why wouldn't you put promotion behind it? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Dark, dark lane demo tapes, man. It wasn't even close. Well, I ain't gonna say it wasn't close. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But still, though. True, true. I, I, knew, I knew it from get-go. I was just like, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I think we should also, if we're gonna do an R&B one, I think we should do one where we try to introduce people to more indie artists and underground I think that'd be dope. Like yeah, the Mordecai, sure. like the Mordecai's of the world. Like I could introduce certain people to like J- JPEG Mafia. They ain't never heard of him. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. I yeah. That. You He's put you put me on him. Like. Oh yeah, he's dope. He's fire. Yeah. But yeah, stuff like that, man. I think that'd be dope. Like introducing newer artists to people, you know. So. But sure. Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like this was dope. This was incredible. This needed to happen. I feel it, time's been flying by since we've been doing this, but I mean, this like I told y'all, this is gonna be a great episode. Um, you guys got anything before I close this out? Uh, well, for me, I'll just say that um, man, we're only halfway through the year, and we got so many quality projects. Like I feel like several of these projects for for me. I feel like for y'all, maybe, you know, I, I can't speak for y'all, but I feel like there's several projects that are going to stick with us for many years to come. 
So that's one bright spot of 2020. Very true. We're, we're going to remember some of these albums more than other times just because we're inside all day. Yeah. to do but listen to music and it's cool. And looking to the future, I mean, yeah, the second half of the year, I feel like we're going to get some gems. Uh, Big Sean's been teasing Detroit, too. Yes. I'm ready for that. Yeah. yeah, I'm praying that either Kendrick or Cole drops something by the end of this year or even sooner just to kind of address all that's happening right now in the world black lives matter everything like i feel like they will man because you know cole dropped that song and then he he got heat from it you know for you know bringing up no name and yeah. all that that bs but you know I, I i think they will man kendrick man it's, it's been over three years bro he's got it's, it's time for him to drop something this is the perfect time Yep. We'll see. As my man, as my man Q said, TDE don't care about us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, bro, where, the, where the fuck is Isaiah Rashad? That's what oh, I, I need I, to know. Where is Isaiah bro, Rashad, God, bro? Dude, dude. That's uh, what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on me him. Me too. It's He's been almost favorite. four years. It's almost been four years since his last album. I'll go ahead and yep. say this too, cause um, which is funny too, Don, cause like I said, like you and Sam literally just met for the first time on this pod. When I First was talking to Sam about music and everything. I brought up Isaiah Rashad. I was like, yo, my man Don's the one got me on him. I didn't know who he was. And yeah. I heard the cypher. I was like, I still forgot about him. I was like, yeah, you got bro. me on that Sun's tirade um, album. And I was like, yo, this dude's fire. Oh, Lord. <laughs> bro, like, and he's the only one from TDE that's repping the South. You know, so I got to respect He's the only one not in the way. Yeah. Chattanooga, he's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's um funny. SZA, I think SZA's from, like, the Midwest, actually. I think she's from, like, I don't know if it's Chicago or something. I don't know. But, yeah. I wouldn't be mad at a joint project with them, too. Shit, they do. Yeah, oh, yeah, they they got great chemistry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of SZA, I think SZA might be dropping something this year. Possibly. I hope she got a hey, low-key. I'm not even trying to be funny. She got to. Because her and Summer Walker and... I mean, shit, I ain't gonna say Alex Isley, whatever, because, I mean, I feel like that's more, like, you know, underground compared to a mainstream act. But, like, yeah. these the, the R&B chicks out here putting in work. Hey, Lonnie, like... Oh, yeah. There's another no. chick that I've been listening to. Let me give her a shout-out okay. real, real quick. Uh, I think her name is Kiana Lede. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, she's fire. Yeah, I, I've been listening to her, too. Matter of fact, that's a... Well, not not her exactly, too. I don't know what y'all mean. Yeah, Kiana no, no, Lede. No disrespect. Yeah. I haven't went through the Tiana Taylor album yet, which I mean, I've heard that good things possibly, about it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It might possibly be on my like year in review because you know I said this and everything. As far as like those um, good music releases from 2018, yeah, 2018 or 2017, 2018, yeah, all that joint from 2018. She was my favorite release of all of those. Dang, true, true. I, I'm telling you, people looked at me crazy when I said it, but I was like, yo, that, that Tiana album was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely I definitely think Tiana is really talented. And I don't want to say, because, you know, she was she was kind of taking shots at Kanye saying that he was, well, not him, but saying the label was holding her back from dropping music. Right. So, but I think she still signed with good music, so maybe they, they worked things out. You know, Kanye, maybe he'll pay more attention to her. You know, so and you know she's not the type to like you know be quiet for anybody. So oh no no very uh, very uh, very outspoken. Most dev, but if y'all got anything else left, I'm gonna close this one out, man. 
All right, man. It's been a pleasure. Always. Uh, like I say at the end of all of these, remember, like always, guys, rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, links and everything in the description below. <sighs> New playlist available on Apple Music and Spotify going to be available for July. That July playlist, haven't named it yet, but I'm pretty sure I got a name already. Going to be in the description, the link tree and all that stuff. Um, I'm going to put the links for the homies, IGs and stuff. Make sure you check out Sam Joy. I'm going to get him back on the Rap Planet podcast eventually. He's been dropping some dope, just like doing some instrumentals and stuff, like on his IG live. We actually like linked up a couple times and talked about some albums. That was really dope. I appreciate that love, bro. Yeah. Um, check out the Divine Council with the homie Don and Monquay. Don, you got anything to speak about that? Which I'll be doing over at Divine Council. Um, we we got another episode. I'm probably gonna upload it either tonight or tomorrow. So yeah, be be uh be in tune for that and um yeah man, just more content on the way. You know, just trying to keep growing as a uh, podcasters and yeah man, just look forward. Most of. I'm gonna put the links for all that stuff. Like I said, too, follow us on everything. Follow the tw- follow my Twitch or whatever if you want to see me play Final Fantasy game for the first time ever. Final Fantasy X. I've been trying to do that and everything, despite the terrible internet like streaming and all that stuff I got over here in the city. But yeah, man, from all this 2020 mid-year albums of the year, that's Sam. As Don, I'm Mookie, and until next time, we are.